1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: Rick, Jill, and Smokestack having fun with a world gone crazy.
1: All right, here we go.
3: It is brought to you by Fair and Fair. I was saying that song, Break My Stride, was played at every motivational speaker rally I've ever gone to yeah I used How to go to motiva-
4: those you go to motivational speaker rallies
3: no years ago I used to go yeah really oh yeah like I walked Tony, on- Robbins I, Tony Robbins stuff Tony Robbins I went and walked on hot coals but I only went once to his because these, these people I would love to go see Tony Robbins was it yep. everything you thought it was going to be or no No, no, it's good. It was good. The problem is with these people. I don't know what they think, but they make you feel guilty if you're tired after about seventeen hours. They're like, we're you know, winners don't give up like that. You can't go, you know, people. And then they get. It's such a cult. Are you there for
4: seventeen hours? Yeah, the first day,
3: Saturday, used to be like these ridiculously long sessions where you get up there and talk about... And it's
4: a, Who wants to sit there for that long?
3: Dude, the whole thing, it's just like religion. The mechanism is the same as religion. They they guilt you. They use guilt to keep you... Tony st- Robbins does? They all do the same thing, all these motivational seminars.
5: You don't want to be a fat sack of crap, do you?
3: Yeah, you're going to leave now? You know, And then they get everybody else to do it. There's oh. a lot of social pressure in the room from other cult members to stay there till you just drop down. Dead on the floor in the carpet at the Hilton.
4: Have you ever seen the movie Yes Man with Jim Carrey? It's like I wanna, a parody
3: of that. I haven't seen it. No.
4: Oh, you you love it. It's a parody of that yeah. kind of thing.
3: It's actually really good. Like like an hour of anybody's is too much. Like I can I don't can go see that.
5: A, Our show's four hours long. I mean,
3: <laughs> people don't listen all. Some people do, but you don't have to listen all four hours. But I mean, uh, and you can walk away whenever you want at a motivational seminar. If you get up and walk in the middle of the what seminar. What did you to pee? Well, you can go pee, but if you take don't your jacket with you, if you take your jacket with you with don't. this with a paper sticker that says "I'm a winner," don't
5: don't bring mm. your jacket to the seminar. They grab your sticker. You're not a winner. You didn't stay for the whole 20 hour lock in,
3: dude. So many people get sucked into this crap. But I did walk on hot coals. Did it burn? You don't know, it didn't. Because Did you walk, you walk fast? Yeah, I guess. I guess that's what it is. But it's uh, Did you
4: believe you could do anything when you were done with it? No. Oh.
3: No, I believe I could walk on hot coals and not get burned. But you know, a lot of people sued. Some people sued. Why they got burned? I think some people got burned, but they also stood on the coals for more than a few seconds. Well, don't stand
5: there. You're supposed I, to keep moving. I walked on the coals and I'm still a loser.
3: <laughs> believe me, that's what it is. All right, so speaking of losers, all the Republicans. We got a number of reasons why Republicans are huge, enormous, inflated, just swollen losers. Can you be swollen from losing? I'm swollen. This is just ridiculous. Okay, first of all, they screwed everything up by the House Speaker thing with no plan. That went on for, what, three weeks almost? Mm-hmm. So they got nothing done. And now they're back, and they're trying to get everybody's attention again on the whole Biden thing, you know, and the Hunter Biden thing. And the, the Look, the president is corrupt. If you don't think he's corrupt, then you need to just wake up. The guy's taking money from so many countries. It doesn't even matter now, because these Republicans— Mr. Comer at the House Oversight Committee, we're going to get him. Oh, yeah, we're going to get We have all this evidence. Look at all the evidence. We're going to let it sit there and smolder. So, two weeks ago, they found a $200,000 check from James Biden, Joe Biden's brother. That's how they're doing it, man. It was all, it's laundered, but it's laundered. They, this is planned out. This isn't just haphazard, send me money and I'll change some policy here in the U.S. for you as vice president to Barack Obama. That's not how it happened. Hunter Biden was a sales guy. Joe Biden was the product. And his family was the final filter in the money laundering mechanism. Mm. So the money would come through these LLCs, be laundered that way. Uh, then it would come back and nine members of Biden's family would t- actually get the money through these LLCs. They have records of all this. And then They would be called loans, and like James Biden did two weeks ago, wrote a check to Joe Biden for $200,000, said loan repayment. We don't know what the loan was. We have no record of whether the loan was made by Joe Biden. It probably wasn't. This is not laundered money from China. Yeah, our president is taking money from China. So James Comer now is back in session. They marched out there yesterday with all their stupid evidence and threats. They're not going to do anything.
6: Yeah.
7: Remember when Joe Biden told the American people that his son didn't make any money in China?
6: My son has not made money in terms of this thing about, uh, what are you talking
7: about, China. Well, not only did he lie about his son Hunter making money in China, but it also turns out that forty thousand dollars in laundered China money landed in Joe Biden's bank account in the form of a personal check.
3: Now they got the huh. two checks. They got the two hundred thousand, they got the forty thousand, they got the personal check. James Biden, they traced it, they got bank. They have everything they need. To start an, an actual impeachment, they're not going to do it. I was
4: going to say, what's the whole? They're up?
3: not going to do it because th- these people are just a bunch of puss cakes. They're all talk and no walk. They don't do anything. J- the same thing happened yesterday. Rashida Talib hates this country. She got voted in because in the district she's in, it's mostly Muslim. You know, the uh, population of our country is one percent Muslim. Uh, Rashida Taleb got voted in and uh, she hates this country and she's been out there making incendiary statements about Israel and how you know she wants from the river to the sea to eliminate Jews
5: and nobody does How and- about you fly one flag you un-American hag how'd you get elected anyway A member
2: of the squad that now applauds the
8: Palestinian states. So the House
3: of Representatives voted to kill a resolution to censure Progressive Representative Rashida Tlaib, Democrat of Michigan. This is nothing. It's a slap on the wrist. But it would have been, you know, it's it's um, what's the word I'm looking for? Is it under the chair? There's a word I'm looking for. If anybody sees it, I got an Apple tag on it, but I can't find it on my phone. Um, this is all for show. It's it's all it is. The but 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 it would have been good show. You know that we don't approve of the fact that she has freedom of speech, but she's making comments that could actually cause violence to happen. Mm-hmm. It's it's called incitement. It's actually against the law, and they were going to censure her. But 23. Where's my list? Uh-oh. 23 coward, mousy, mamby pamby, yellow bellied, spineless, gutless, weak, afraid, candy ass, sissy, scaredy cat Republicans yep. voted against censuring
5: Rashid Talib. What? 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 Republicans. What,
4: why? why Why are you voting against? Aren't you su-
5: Who's paying them?
4: Well, exactly. You know no, what I said?
5: No. I said she must have something on them. Pictures with goats? What do you What do you think it is? I don't know,
4: but why would you not want her?
3: I don't know. Now, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's been painted by the Democrats as a psycho, crazy bitch lady, it, 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 maybe there's a little of that as true, but it's not all that true. She just speaks out, and I like that. Anybody that speaks what they have on their mind, fine by me. Here's some of the things that uh, Rashida Talib was going to get censured for.
9: Whereas in May 2019, Rashida Talib said that she celebrated the Holocaust and felt a calming feeling when thinking about the genocide of millions of Jews.
3: Rashida Talib actually said that. She said How? that. Now, she has every right to say whatever she wants, but I'm just telling you, this is somebody in Congress. Yeah, I was going
4: to say, I mean, as an American, you have your free speech and that's fine even if we don't agree with it, but you're... You're sitting on. I don't understand who wants her there. She's
3: representing Americans. Well, nobody assimilates anymore, so I don't know if she's representing Americans. Maybe the Muslims that she represents don't want to be American. They just want to come here for whatever reason, escaping something. I don't know. I don't know what the, how that works. But she did say some other stuff.
9: Whereas in 2020, Rashida Talib retweeted an illustration with the caption From the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. And this Palestine Liberation Organization PLO slogan has been adopted by Hamas and calls for the elimination of Israel and death to all Jews.
3: Okay, I don't even have to repeat that. You heard what she said. It's, all this that you're hearing is true. It's not made up. Wow. But still, 23 Republicans voted against a censure, which is nothing more than a slap on the wrist and a little public shaming. That's all.
9: Whereas in September 2022, Rashida Tlaib, as a member of the Congressional Progressive Caucus, displayed her disdain for Israel, saying, you cannot claim to hold progressive values yet back Israel's apartheid government. Whereas instead of denouncing the horrors of Hamas, slaughtering Israelis, and demanding the release of all hostages held by Hamas, Rashida Tlaib stated on October 8, 2023, the path to the future must include lifting the blockade, ending the occupation, and dismantling the apartheid system that creates the suffocating, dehumanizing conditions that can lead to resistance.
3: Yep. Rashida Tlaib.
4: you know if there was a somebody in congress that was calling for the extermination of gay people that they would be fired immediately
3: they would be thrown out and absolutely censured 10 times and republicans would be right there with it right but rashida, rashida. And, just, again, and again, uh, let's see. Uh, here we go. Top of the news this morning, Python captured in Brevard County. <gasps>
4: Where? <laughs> I just, My mind is just still blown the fact that a person can call for the extermination of an entire group of people and some people don't bat an eye. But if it was no. another group of people, then certain individuals would be up in arms. I just don't, I'm appalled. I would be appalled at all of it.
5: Do you think it's across the board, but people think it's just, well, that's another country it has nothing to do with us? No, 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 no. no, no. It's our country. We have a lot of Jews live here.
4: I know, but I think what what he's saying, I agree with you, Smoke, is that there's a lot of people here. Think about what you say all the time about these kids at NYU. A lot of younger generation, unfortunately, it's out of sight, out of mind. Oh, that's going on in Israel. That doesn't matter. Whatever. Even though the protests are happening here, they'll go, oh, they're protesting about something happening and they don't realize. They're not putting two and two together because they're not that smart.
3: Mm -hmm. Cornell University, this guy's name is Patrick Day. He's a junior there, was arrested. On a federal complaint Tuesday for allegedly calling. Okay, remember what Marjorie Taylor Greene just said that Talib just said, right? Okay. Yeah. Just remember what that you you just heard. It. It's the same sentence. Uh, junior Patrick Day was arrested, Cornell student, on a federal complaint Tuesday for allegedly calling for the deaths of Jewish people online. Rashida Tlaib said it out loud. Marjorie Taylor Greene just repeated what Rashida Tlaib... Now, Rashida Tlaib didn't... Nothing happened. She's still a congresswoman, and she's obviously got the support of all Democrats and 23 Republicans. But this guy, 21-year-old engineer, and I'm not defending him, got arrested. Then later on, he threatened to shoot up a campus, the campus, and uh, shoot up the kosher cafeteria on the campus of Cornell University.
4: (laughs) But Rashida Tlaib is allowed to stay in Congress when she basically says the same thing. Right. Patrick Dye, a junior at the school, reportedly posted online threats to shoot up the kosher dining hall. That was just one of them. Investigators say he also wrote that he would slit the throats of Jewish students on Cornell's campus. So the FBI and the state police stepped in immediately. They used Dye's IP address to track him down, matching it to nearly a dozen posts.
2: Since they caught them so quick, I think people will not be emboldened and they will not do something like this in the future.
3: Yeah, students on the campus are speaking they out.
0: They wanted new, new security measures on their windows, um, you know, we're installing here uh, new security systems and locks on our doors to help protect our building.
3: That's all well and good, but that's not going to really stop what's going on. Julie Raymond is uh, the leader of the American Jewish Committee, and she had this to say. It's not
4: just Cornell dealing with the rise of anti-Semitic threats. Since the Hamas attacks on Israel on October 7th, anti-Semitic incidents in the United States have increased nearly 400%
9: according to the Anti-Defamation League. It's not a matter of you know, if there's going to be a future attack against Jewish students on a campus, it is a matter of when and until they really step up and change their rhetoric and change their response. Uh, Jewish students aren't going to feel safe on campus.
3: Shouldn't all these uh, 20, 18 to 24 year olds be marching around with big banners that say Jewish lives matter? Shouldn't uh, they be? No? Ah, uh, touche. Ow. Huh. I guess mm. not. So anyway, just to uh, inform you of what these students are for, I want to read you the leader of Hamas, Musa Abu Marzouk. You can do it in your Bush, George Bush, lingo.
5: Mabah Mazud Arbuk. <laughs> or, or, which, which one is it? Al-Abu anyway. Al hadeen Al zarqawi <laughs> So hold on, I got more, more for you. Mak <laughs> Mudabas. <Mike> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Massau, a prominent member of Hamas's political bureau, has declared that the terror group that rules Gaza... Ready for this? (laughs) This is is for all those of you who say that the Palestinians, you know, they're not Hamas... Okay, Hamas came to their rescue when they asked for their vote. Palestinians voted for them. Hamas used them as human shields. And now, one of the head officials of Hamas is actually coming out and telling us the truth. Listen to this. Gaza is not our responsibility... They're, we're not building the tunnels underground Gaza to protect the civilians, the Palestinians. We're building these uh, underground tunnels to protect us. Of course, they're not for the people. <laughs> but they're he's, not Morgan and Morgan. He's right there saying it. In an interview with Russia's Today's Arabic Channel on Friday, Abu Mazouk, who uh, asked why Hamas was asked why Hamas has dug the 500 uh, miles of tunnels and territory uh, that they started back in 2007, he says they were never built for civilians. They're for us to protect ourselves from bombings. I believe it. He says, our obligation is not to the civilians of Gaza. Our obligation to provide the needs of the citizens of Gaza falls squarely on the Israelis.
4: But you will have people (laughs) that will fight and say, oh, Hamas is there to protect the Palestinians. That's not happening. They don't care about the Palestinians. The 500
3: kilometers of tunnel lead to the main section. You know where the main section, the hub of all of Hamas is? Where? It's under a hospital in the Gaza Strip. That's right. The biggest medical clinic on the Strip is where the hub of all the tunnels goes to, where oh. they all meet. So if you go to try to blow them up, you're blowing up the whole hospital? In that place, they keep their uh, explosives, weapons, food, medical equipment, and all the guns and you know explosives they use for terror. It's under a hospital. They did it because, what do you think? He says it out loud. No one's going to try to get that. Israel's not going to target the hospital. They're saying to you that Israel doesn't target hospitals, yet there's people walking around out there that still think that Israel targeted that one hospital when it was actually a missile coming out of Gaza. (laughs) The world is crazy, man. I think the the best part yesterday of our show was when we played FBI director Christopher Ray's reaction, reaction or response to is the world safer now since Biden's been in office and this was this was the best
6: is the United States safer from foreign terror threats today are we safer than when Joe Biden took office from the day he took office
5: Bueller what I would say to you is that...
3: Was that for station identification from the local affiliates?
5: He said, no, I think he just had to let that poop out real quick and then finish his statement.
7: <laughs> what I would say to you is that the terror threats have elevated, uh, but I also think there are a lot of things the country has done throughout law enforcement to be better prepared to deal with them.
3: That's the director of the FBI. Do you feel safe now? Nope.
10: Oh. Uh,
6: All right. We lo-
7: must stop the
6: terror. I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank you. Thank you. Now watch this
7: drive.
3: <laughs> That's the best video. All right, to a lighter subject now, but uh, nevertheless controversial. The Pilot Dog Beach has opened in Norman Beach in Volusia County. Oh, yeah. It's an 18-month-long project. Dogs are now welcome in the half-mile stretch of beach, While opening day wasn't picture perfect, that was yesterday or Monday, uh, pen owners and dogs couldn't be happier. I don't know who they're talking to, but here's the thing. Uh, Where well, there's some pushback, some were concerned about dog owners not cleaning up after their pets. I totally get that. Yeah. The
9: beaches aren't as pristine as some people make them out to be, and that's not because of dogs. Um, you know, a lot of people don't <clears throat> do the right thing. So, we know that we've been cleaning, we've been doing monthly beach cleanups for over two years. Yeah, that's
3: so funny. The same people are, that they're complaining about the possibility that a dog might take a dump and then you just bury it there are right. the same people that go down to the national park there at the edge of New Smyrna, and uh, my wife almost stepped on a hypodermic needle next no. to the Burger King cup oh. that was on a blanket that had been there about six weeks that was covered in algae. Yeah, so, you know, I wouldn't blame the dogs that much. At least it's nature, right? Yeah, people are gross. Here's the other thing. Um, if you if you take your dog to the beach, what is the beauty of having your dog at the beach? To watch him running in and out of the surf and yeah, bark? Yeah,
4: and they run through the waves and they jump and then they come back and you go, come here, come here, come here.
3: No, you might as well stay home and walk your dog down the sidewalk because you can't let the dog off the leech. Well,
8: that's for the safety of the other people, Rick.
4: Yeah, why can't, okay, I, I agree with you on that. I mean, I get both sides, but the the point of taking your dog to the beach is so they run down the beach and they run the water that's and all... everyone's like, look at the fun, look how much fun they're having. But that's how they have fun. Walking the
3: dog on the beach on a leash, what's the point? I mean, you go to a dog park, you don't keep them on a leash. Right. Mm-hmm. People survive. I've heard people go to dog parks and actually return to their homes. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard such thing. Isn't that something? Hey, the first month of repayments on these student loans has arrived, and already 830,000 people missed their first payment. Of course they did. That's all right, because Biden's got a bunch of programs. He's already uh, excused I don't know how many billions of student loan. Oh, come on. I'm still waiting for the letter in the mail that has uh, my mortgage being paid for.
5: Right. Yeah, I want a new car for free. Somebody take care of my car loan. I mean, I know I signed the thing to borrow the money, but, like, it's just so tough on my bills, guys. They're taking your money, your hard-earned money, half of your check. They're taking it, and they're
3: giving it to people who went to schools, got indoctrinated, and protest because we don't like the terrorist group Hamas. You paid for it, and now they want us to pay
5: for the fees they paid to get in the school and learn to be communists. How do we stop this? I guess you just got to stop giving them the tax... Funny.
4: But yeah, mate, that's, I'm not saying I agree with everything Smoke says about not paying your taxes, but all I'm saying is if we can afford to fund two wars simultaneously, we're being taxed too much.
5: Uh, yeah, we thought, what, 2% was too much back when we started the country? Here's another one. Uh, the Biden administration has a student
3: loan repayment plan, that which, which is contradictory to what the plan is. It's called the save plan, which effectively for some people means their monthly payments go down to zero. And then you just hang on for a little while. And after about certain amount of time, even if your monthly payment is, is zero, you're eligible to have the loan discharged. What does that mean? So... And is then, that just
4: a loophole of not having no, to pay your student loan? No, this
3: is part of the save plan that Biden came up with. Just So hey. you
4: save your money and keep it and don't pay us back. Right. <laughs> is that what that that's, really means? That's really it.
3: And the lady on ABC News, Ann Flaherty, had a little trouble uh, describing this uh, program.
4: Yeah, it's about the mess that
8: you would expect after there's been a three-year hiatus where people didn't have to make payments on these student loans. And I think there are really two big things that are happening here. Uh, one is that eligibility, eligibility, eligibility. I can't say that word. <laughs> Sounds like eligibility. You in the morning.
3: Right? No, we all do that. I do it the most, but yeah, that's right.
8: Here comes Governor Hot Wife. Here comes Governor Hot Wife. Here comes Governor Hot Wife. She's so hot you can't deny.
3: But this is what's important. Ron DeSantis may be wearing shoes that increase his height by almost two inches. So what? So did Prince, and he was fabulous. <laughs> Because in studies and focus groups they found that the taller the politician, look at look at Mr. Blasio, who was mayor of New York forever. Ugh. tall guy. If you're six three or taller, it increases your chances by ten percent of being elected. Really. Wow should I should, should I run? That they you, you should so tall. That's right. <laughs> that they actually research this is just tells you where we're at.
4: Anything to drive more hate towards Desantis? What can we get on him?
3: Yeah, uh, posters have sketched over photos of the boots that Desantis has been wearing, and uh, there's all kinds of TikTok videos now. Hashtag Paris Fashion Week. Hashtag male go the male go male goth fashion. Oh, it goes on and on. There's it's just a fest they're having.
4: Well, they Uh, can't find anything uh, else. They need to hate something about them. They're like, well, can we find? It's the shoes. It's the
8: boots. Here's what regular cowboy boots sound like.
1: Sorry, Governor. You're too short to ride this roller coaster. Here's what DeSantis
8: Trading Company Cowboy Boots sound like.
1: Hey, Governor, how's the weather up there?
8: DeSantis Trading Company Cowboy Boots will take your campaign to new heights. And by new heights, I mean 5'8". Whether you're pressing flesh in town or kissing babies in Nashua, our cowboy boots are guaranteed to prevent the inevitable comment, Wow! You look much bigger on TV, and they come in three sizes. Tall, Nikki Haley tall, and still not even close to the dumb. DeSantis Trading Company cowboy boots. They'll give you the lift you're looking for. Except, you know, in the pole. The Sunny Update.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,
11: Dot com slash taylor tay in the uk on the odyssey app thanks to republic records this is a national contest
2: rick jill and smokestack having fun with the world gone crazy Crazy
4: Talk brought to you by All Electric Services. So uh, initial tests are in with the death of Matthew Perry. They said his death was not caused by an overdose of fentanyl or meth, which is, I guess, what some people were speculating, since he um, had an addiction issue in the past. He had neither drug in his system. The results of uh, more comprehensive tests are still pending. That could take months to come in, though. Some um, anonymous sources that were close to him said that he was sober at the time of his death. He was in a good place. He was spotted out, was it that day, or I think it was the day before, uh, having dinner with a female. We found out now that her name is Athena Crosby. She's a 25-year-old model and entertainment <laughs> reporter. Good for him. Um, said that they're just friends and she wasn't going to come forward publicly at all about them even being together, but the pictures surfaced. So,
3: Did you see him coming out of that restaurant? Do you remember Jack Nicholson when they got yeah. a shot of him? He looks the same. What's wrong with these people? They get like
4: Well, because they probably have to look so pretty all the time in Hollywood that on their downtime, they're like, I'm wearing a t-shirt and sweats, and I don't care what my hair looks like. Sounds like money. It looked like somebody dragged him behind
3: a truck or something. But the
4: good thing was, was he was... um, of a thicker stature, which usually means that fat. they're not using. You know, if he was really real thin, then I think mm-hmm. people might have been like, oh, wow, he's obviously using me. look how thin he is, you know? So a 25-year-old model. Wow. Yeah. God what,
3: bless. She's interested in this person and she likes him. It's yeah. Just, it's, it's true love. He's
4: probably, you know how funny he is, though. I've always been a sucker for funny, you know? Okay, take all the
3: celebrity away. Just, this is just another guy walking down the street, so if, if he's funny, you would be attracted to the picture I saw. Funny
4: will carry you a long way, believe it or Can not. Even not? if your looks are just okay. Your Honor,
3: uh, permission to treat the witness as a hostile witness. Uh, so, I want an answer. Yes or no. Would you be interested in a man like him if he was funny, sans the celebrity stuff, and you saw his picture like that, would you date him?
4: Are we just going based on that one picture, or like did I meet him and talk to him and I thought he's funny? obviously
3: what he looks like yeah. or looks like now. That, that, yeah. And he's still funny. and
4: Possibly. 270,
3: 250, uh, hair sticking think straight he up. all the way up
4: to 270, Did really? you see
3: the picture? He's really tall, though. Do you think he was that much? Oh, well, that makes... Yeah. Easily. Easily. Maybe more. Interesting. So You didn't answer the question. You're, I you're, said
4: possibly. Possibly. He's not. It sounds a little that vague. Depends it depends on what? He's funny. You said funny. It depends on how the conversation goes. And oh, if well, right. so you would go out with mm. him? Yeah. Oh, I mean- Okay. I mean, if we not, wanna... he's
3: not, he's not the celebrity. I'm not he's saying just... I'm
4: sleeping with him, but I'm saying I'd go out with him. And if he's, you know,
3: no, no, I know that
4: I ha- I dated a guy a long time ago that was a bass player, um, in this like, I don't know. It was like a disheveled you... band. No, it was a trio. <laughs> and he played the, like the upright bass and he was very goofy, blanky, Jim Carrey ish. Hmm. Right. And all my friends like, are like, I need to see him. He's not so a count. And he wasn't, he wasn't the best looking guy in the world, but he was hilarious. And so I dated him briefly. I mean, that got old after about two months. I had to say bye to that, but... He's <laughs> like, no,
5: no, listen. Bum, 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 bum. But where are you going? Hang on. Bum, bum, bum.
4: That's the issue whenever you date a musician, because they always want you to listen to certain parts of songs, and that bores the hell out of me. They'll be like, no, listen to this riff right here. No, listen, it's so cool. And I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, I'm bored. See you later.
3: <laughs> what would you rather do?
4: <sighs> Laugh. Anything else. <laughs> Um, this is such proof of what my old radio partner used to always say to me. He would always say, no good deed goes unpunished. That was his main thing.
3: That's, he didn't make that up. That's been around for like centuries. I
4: never said he made oh, it up. Oh, okay. I I mean, said you he made he it sound always, like him
3: and he came up with this you know, profound statement. I said
4: he would always <laughs> say it to me.
3: Because he couldn't think of his own statement. <laughs> Do you
4: have a stick up your ass right now?
3: No, Bend over. no, Let me pull it out. I'm just trying to win
4: the Irritate Jill Award. You, it's, oh, it's, you did that
10: already. The award show's
4: coming up. That's daily. That's daily. Um, this guy returned his car. He was want no, renting- to hear more about your partner.
5: <laughs> you just see a stapler go
3: right through the window and hit me in the head. I don't get paid enough. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll leave you alone.
4: No, you don't have to leave me alone. I could take it. Just okay. know that if you dish it out, it's coming back at you I threefold, know. and it's going to be exhausting for you. Okay,
5: that's okay. fine. <laughs> I'll get to work right away. <laughs>
4: <laughs> um This guy rented a car for two weeks. He brought it back a day early. Have you ever had to rent a car for something, and then maybe your flight plans changed if you're out of town, and you go, okay, well, I need to go.
3: Or a husband showed up, got to get out quick.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So this guy uh, was in Pasadena, California. Mm -hmm. He was returning a rental car, and I guess that's considered breaking the contract. What? So he brought it back a day early, and they charged him $500.
5: What? What? (laughs)
4: <laughs> you would think they'd be happy to have it back.
5: Let me guess: is this Hertz?
4: This is budget.
5: Wow. So wow, not much of a
3: budget there, huh? Hertz was the. Remember that Hertz was calling people, the, the cops on people that. Uh, didn't bring the car right back on time? And no, they said, no, what they were what doing they was doing?
4: they brought the car back, but then I guess if it didn't get put in the system right away, they would report the car stolen, the even people- though the car was actually there and returned.
3: Right, right, okay.
4: Um, so this guy, it doesn't have his name. Where'd it go? Oh, his name's Mark. So Mark got the press involved, smart, and as soon as the press got involved, they refunded him his $500.
5: Isn't that always the way...
4: But they said, uh, you know, when it comes down to it, I guess they looked at the fine print and they're like, well, technically they're allowed to charge you the $500 because according to the contract, it's considered breaking the contract. You brought it back. But wouldn't you be happy about double charging? Like take his, he returns it a day early and that car that wouldn't have been available till tomorrow is now available today so you can rent it out and make a day's extra worth of oh, money on the car.
3: They shouldn't be able to do that. We should make a law because if you're gonna charge the money, that car stays in the lot. Here's what I want to do though. Seriously, would you do this? Well let's go to a car rental agency, wherever, the airport, OIA. Let's make like we're renting a car, and when they give you the contract, sit there with a mic uh with a magnifying glass and in front of the agent and you can't let him get away from you, read the fine print. Okay. Take, take an hour, right? Maybe an hour. Yeah, the whole line, the of people whole behind you. contract. Read every line. Hey, I'm just making sure you heard the story about the guy with the 500 bucks. I want to make sure, and just sit there with a magnifying glass and read the entire contract. You want to do that?
4: What I is do it, it about car rental places that um, hurt my soul a little bit? Like you go in and immediately I feel like someone's sitting on my
5: shoulders. It's like, because it's always your fault, never theirs.
4: And it's just, there's always a line, and it always
9: takes long. It's It's worse than the airlines sometimes. Uh, Seinfeld, uh, you made a reservation for a midsize, and she's a small. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. We have no midsize available at the moment. I don't understand. I made a reservation. Do you have my reservation? Yes, we do. Unfortunately, we ran out of cars. But the reservation keeps the car here. Right. That's why you have the reservations. I know why we have reservations.
8: I don't think you do.
9: <laughs> <laughs> the only place I've never had issues
4: with was um, is Enterprise Rental Car.
3: Enterprise brings used to bring you the car. I don't know if they do anymore.
4: They're yeah, excellent. Do they still pick you up. They like if I my car needed repairing and I had to drop my car off at like the the not the dealership but you know another garage of some sort. They would come bring the car to me. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay, I, I think they still do that.
4: Harold and I did this thing. Um, uh, for, where were we? I think we had to fly back to Tennessee for something, and we rented a car, but they have a thing now where, you know, when you rent a car and you go online, you pick which one you want, what size, for, depending on the price, where there's something called mystery car, and it just gives you, like, a silhouette of a car, and you don't know what you're going to get. Really? It was really? so exciting. So, then so you, you get go, a roller skate? You could get anything. So we're like, we could get you know a great we could get a Corvette or a Porsche or right. we could get like a purple El Camino I don't know what's it gonna be an eon we wound up getting a really cool sports car but yeah it was it's a fun game
3: a make. really cool what a Miata
4: no it was um, I forget what it was. it was a little short black thing <laughs> wow I think the Italians make that don't they Um, today not today
3: Are you still laughing at your car joke? No, I'm laughing at the fact that you know it's made by it, you know, an Italian car maker, little black thing. (laughs) Hey, Winefield Interior.
4: It's actually a good name, don't you think? Yeah. Um, you have to be careful. What is it now? November, because over the next couple of months, you're going to enter into what's called Divorce Month. What is Divorce Month? How can you avoid it? Apparently, January has been dubbed. Divorce Month by professionals, uh, professionals being therapists and divorce attorneys, they say it's because that's the time of year that you feel pressure, whether it's financially... Because think about it, if you're kind of strapped for money and then it's, oh, we have all these uh, responsibilities to buy presents and visit family and you feel a lot of stress over the holidays, but also it's that whole BS, new year, new me thing, Mm -hmm. causes people to reevaluate the relationships that they're in right after being, quote unquote, forced, I'm reading the article, um, to spend a whole lot of time and your time off with your significant other. Hmm. Now, if you're in a great relationship... Not a big deal. If you're questioning your relationship, mm-hmm. that can cause it to be a little, Shaky. New year, new me, should I start over now? That wasn't really super fun, going over to his family's house, and then blah, blah, blah. So then, yeah, so they say January is the month where most people consider getting a divorce. Wow, I
3: didn't Ooh. know that.
4: I did not either. Today's a very important day.
3: Uh, nice. It's uh, my wife's uh, anniversary, working here for two days, five years.
4: That's this, <laughs> the this strangest thing ever. So- You have to explain.
3: All right, Uh, we uh, Angie filled in for me
4: when I got married. For
3: Jill, how many years ago? Five. Five years ago, for two days. She hasn't been here since. She filled in for two days. It was fun, right? It was fun. No, but you had good. to
4: enroll her, like she had to. Uh, be, yeah, they had to be, be like th- in the system as to work
3: here, yeah. As an employee, right, big right. enrollment with the thing right. and the signed forms, yeah. and then she got her key fob, and it was a big. And she hasn't been here in five years. Like she
4: couldn't just come to work with you and fill in. Yeah, like as a guest. No, no, no those,
3: no, those we days can't are gone. Do that. So now, uh, I guess, is it who does this intern or corporate or no, somebody? It's Alex.
4: It's our office manager. Oh, so she so sends out a, 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 a newsletter every. Month. A little cute (laughs) newsletter that says what's going on with all the different stations and stuff. I love
3: Alex. I love Alex. They get you, Alex. You're just doing your job. But out comes this newsletter this morning for the. Bunch of stations we have here in Orlando, and it says Happy Anniversary, five years, my wife, yeah. Angie. Well,
4: I think in her defense, I think she just goes by what's in the system. So if it pops so up, that, Angie, so you that's can't... why
3: it's such a big day.
4: <laughs> so it's Angie's five-year anniversary. Five years since she worked here, here for two
3: days. Wow! It was a Thursday and a
5: Friday. What are you guys doing to celebrate? I'm going out. We're getting drunk.
4: Maybe I should take off again, and she can fill in for me. Oh wow. no, right. that doesn't seem like a good idea. <laughs> Um, no, what I really was wanting to talk about was that Starbucks holiday, or should I say non-holiday cups, <sighs> will arrive today. So if you want to go get your peppermint latte wait, or whatever wait, it these,
5: is. These are the ones that are uh, specifically non-religious. Are they BLM yeah. cups? What are they? They're the fakie cups. <laughs> They're red, because that's holiday Right You sure that
3: didn't offend somebody, the red? Because that red's Republican
4: You want to hear what yeah, they are? If I was are?
3: colorblind, I'd be very upset
4: And I love the names they give them uh, The first cup is Party Plaid I hate plaid um, Plaid? Yeah How is that? It's like a classic plaid, plaid You know what plaid is, right?
5: Like a picnic tablecloth? Yeah, well, yeah It's usually like no, red and green No, it's more like Scottish kilt yeah. plaid Yeah, yeah Oh, yeah. that's holiday-y, I guess
4: well, if you look in all the stores now with all the pillows, they're all like that red plaid. <sighs> um peppermint swirl. Okay. Ribbon spool.
3: What's that? Yeah, I know. Uh, okay. <laughs> and then
4: bobble wrap. Bobble wrap. This is going to create a bold mod print wrapped around the cup. It's got what the it's textured.
3: It's Christmas. It's a cri- it's called Christmas. Yeah. It it's called
4: it's called Christmas. Right, but there's no... You can't have any trees, any stars, can't have any Hanukkah. You can have nothing. You Put can't... out a Hanukkah cup. That's fine with me. No, 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 we'll no. We'll have we a men- have menorah no, relig- cup. no religions whatsoever. We're going to have the generic cups. <sighs> That's right.
3: Okay, fine. I'm not
8: going. Take your red cup.
4: Can't wait to get my party plaid cup. Starbucks
8: oh. Holiday Cups are quite the spectacle to super fans. they become collectible. Now the line to get coffee is unacceptable just to get some useless plastic crap. Starbucks Holiday Cups out right after Halloween. There's still Veterans Day and Thanksgiving following. I was going to stop, but now I'm not going because Starbucks is way too packed. Ugh. Holiday Cups. People are nuts, only November, wait till December, Starbucks new holiday cups, why all the fuss? It's only coffee, expensive
2: coffee. Oh, it's crazy, right? Crazy talk. <laughs> well, what you want to go do a stupid thing like that for it? <laughs> stupid news with Rick, Jill, and Smokestack.
3: All right. Did you know cats have 278 different facial expressions? Really? They do. Apparently, they do. Um, ears flattening—that means they're scared. Constricted pupils and licking of the lips. I don't know what that means, but you should consult if you want to find out with behavioral psychologist of pets. Uh, and a new study they just did that demonstrate that cat communication is more complex than previously assumed. Her name is Brittany Floewski. Is that right? Close enough. Floor Kesswitz. I don't know forklift. And, and anyway, she says it's more complicated than previously assumed. In evolutionary psychologist Line College in Arkansas told CNN Wednesday, adding that their findings suggested domestication has significant impact on the development of facial signaling. Without reading the rest of the story, I can tell you, she doesn't know what the 278 different distinct expressions are, but she is going to sell some books, I guess, because people with cats love to read about cats. I have like books, I have 10 of them that I've never read, but they're all about cats. Do you subscribe
4: yeah. to Cat Fancy? No,
3: I don't subscribe to Cat Fancy, but I can tell you from experience more than any of the- those books can tell you. Good taste is easy. Like right before, goes. right before the cat rips your flesh, <laughs> she's purring and looking at you lovingly. Just make, maybe even licking the spot that she's gonna bite. Right, and you can look at her and go, "Oh, poor <laughs> clank, just clinch." Mm-hmm. Her tusks go into your skin, and the her blood tusks? comes out. You oh, show sure oh, that you a do cat? have scabs just on your arm. That. That's a cat bite.
4: Oh man,
10: what, yeah. What are you
5: doing over there?
4: Well, that'll happen sometimes, like my cat sleeps on the back corner of the couch sometimes. I have a big puffy blanket there, Mm -hmm. and if I'm sitting on the couch, I'll reach my arm back just to pet him. And I guess I, I pet them in the wrong area, and sometimes, like you said, they'll purr, and then the next minute they bite you, and you're going, ow!
3: Now, they do, the thing about cats do is they'll, it is an expression of affection when you're petting their tummy, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, they're like a bear trap. All
4: they their, four of their paws clench close around in. your
3: wrist, and then they bite your finger? Yeah. That's actually them hugging you.
10: Aww. That's true,
3: but, but what people do, and I keep telling people to come into my house, I don't have a lot of people to come to my house because... You well, don't invite them? The cats, and I don't invite <laughs> them. But the thing is, is I said, don't pull your hand away. I go, it's you. It's on you. I go, you're oh. not going to get hurt. Just let the cat do what it does. It's not going to hurt you. Because cats really don't. But yeah. if you have a reaction of yanking your finger, their, in, in. their nails go in, and you're going to end up bloody. Because they want to pull you back. Yep. Oh, I got a cat that will sit on the counter You probably have this too Sits on the table Mm -hmm. You walk by They want to be petted They take a swat Swat.
4: at you (laughs) yep Yeah Mine will hide under the blanket If it flops over the corner of the couch And you don't know they're there And you walk by And they swat your leg
3: They swat your leg, right Yeah, so 278 distinct You know, facial expressions That seems like A lot Way too many She just wants to sell books
4: Do humans have that many facial expressions? I think we
3: have like five (laughs) This is me at work And this is me at home (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> Two. That's it. All right. We need some evil music. Uh-oh. I got scary, but does that fit? Let me see. Yeah, I guess it's okay. So police in uh, Minot, North Dakota, is that how you say it, or is it Mino? Uh, It's Minot. Minot, North Dakota, have accused Ina Thea Kenoyer, ready for this, her husband, 51, Stephen Edward Riley Jr., had learned that he was about to inherit $30 million from a family member. Nice. Rather than enjoying the money with her husband and, you know, just staying together and having a good time, she poisoned him.
4: Oh! She wanted all of it. Yeah.
3: (gasps) Rather than accept the, you know, the... What? It's greedy. The fact, you think? (laughs) So, um... Now, there's, there's some fault on his side, too, because apparently he tried to dump her.
10: She oh. found out he had plans to dump oh. her,
3: but she never really confirmed the plans to dump her. She just assumed that he's going to dump her.
4: Is it a, Are they married or just boyfriend girlfriend?
3: Oh, that's a good question. Because if
4: they're married, and he divorces her, she still gets half. So what she care?
3: I guess they're just boyfriend and girlfriend. Okay. Anyway, so she she proceeded to poison Stephen.
4: Slowly, or just one big poison Slowly. bomb.
3: Slowly, uh, and then she called nine one one the day after he died. Allegedly, Kanoyer said she was entitled to the fortune as Riley's common law wife, so I guess their boyfriend girlfriend, and planned to split the windfall with his son. Kanoyer is now facing most serious felony charges. There are murder on the uh, North Dakota books. That's a big deal. So,
4: interesting. Jeez. Wow! Yikes!
3: Now, uh, you think you know someone? I think of my ex wife and I'm thinking, wow. She,
4: she... ever tried to poison you?
3: No, no, but I'm saying, I'm just so saying. She wanted to. $30 million enters. I want to. What do you think?
4: <laughs> Sometimes.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and you make a note of that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> keep that, uh, please keep that recording there, Smoke. <laughs> All right. Okay, moving on to McDonald's. Uh, a guy in Australia is opening people's eyes to the horror of what happens to a McDonald's burger after multiple years of sitting around.
4: I literally just watched this video.
3: TikTok user Cameron Holland posted a video that has racked up 3.3 million views featuring the rot-resistant burger in the trunk of a 12-year-old Toyota Camry. He works in a mechanic shop. So, he grabbed a hammer and went to the Hard Rock Burger from McDonald's and smashed it and it, it shattered like glass.
4: Oh, that's bad. Yeah, like disintegrated into this powder. It was weird. Into pieces and powder. And it was hard as a rock. It actually
3: shattered, as opposed to getting squished or anything like that. He had to hit it with a sledgehammer. Yeah,
5: hit it with a huge hammer before they give it to you. You what? Like they do before they serve it to you? (laughs) Smack. Well, they do. You ever seen that? I'm just curious, really. I know
3: we we all know there's bad ingredients in just about anything you eat Mm. when you go out to eat, but but. What is in a McDonald's hamburger that would cause it to solidify like that?
4: Not even that. It didn't discolor at all. No. It scare the hell out of you. The burger mm-hmm. looked like a burger. The bun still looked perfectly intact. It looked like intact. you could open the paper and eat it, but it was fossilized. God. Processed food.
5: Oh, yeah, that's dangerous. like when you see a Twinkie and you know it's old because of the packaging. Oh. And you're looking at it like, uh, it feels soft, but why?
4: <laughs> yeah, why is it still soft?
3: A tarantula crossing the road in Death Valley, California, is being blamed for causing a massive traffic accident and to send one motorcycle rider to the hospital. Spider-induced a pileup that happened last week. While a Swiss couple was driving their rented camper on Highway California 190 east of Town Pass in Death Valley National Park.
10: Mm -hmm.
3: All of a sudden, the sightseers spotted the furry arachnid arachnid, uh, ambling across the highway and jammed on the brakes to avoid hitting it, causing a 24-year-old Canadian motorcyclist to plow into the back of their vehicle.
5: Now, how big was it that you had to avoid hitting it? And You just run over the spider, you're in a car. And how close with a following was a motorcycle rider
3: following that he smashed into the back of a RV.
5: Well it is yeah. Australia though. Maybe that thing would have dented
3: their hood. It's not Australia. It's here. Where is it? Death Valley. Oh oh well. California. Yep. Anyway, so uh, in light of the eight legged freak accident, the Park Service is warning drivers to be vigilant after driving through Death Valley this time of year because they're making their crossings. Mm,
4: Gotta be careful. Yeah. And
2: now your TTR, the Tarantula
8: Traffic Report.
4: Things are looking rough out there. We've got a fender bender on Interstate 20 involving two cars, but no tarantulas. The southbound 203 is backed up, and there don't appear to be any tarantulas present. We
1: will continue to monitor the situation. And there's an overturned semi tractor trailer on Route 402. It doesn't seem to be caused by a tarantula, but we will let you know for sure. Back to you. Another
2: TTR tarantula traffic report is coming up. The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. It still baffles me that they've become so popular. Streaming right now on 105.9 SunnyFM.com Rick, Jill, and Smokestack having fun with the world gone crazy.
3: And the update is brought to you by Fair and Fair. Okay, this is not a verified story. This is something that's been brewing underneath i've been telling Jill about it every once in a while it's been going on for like three weeks there's a publication in russia it's uh it's sort of like a um national inquirer for us you know yeah mm-hmm. and but there's oh. a guy behind the story that i'm about to tell you uh and he works on the russian telegram channel it's called general svr his name is valerie Solovy. He's a prominent Russian political analyst. Do you have any um, Russian, evil, Russian music? Wait, it's gotta be evil? Well, no. just That's good. That's good. That works for me. I feel very Russian right now. Yeah. Alright. So, here's the deal. Here's the deal. <laughs> There's been some headlines in the Star Daily, published from the General SVR and this guy, Valerie Salvi okay prominent Russian journalist Gosh. not not a not a clown not a uh, Breitbart guy not a who's the guy that's getting sued for a billion dollars for the Sandy Hook stuff that is Alex
5: Jones yeah. who is yeah. not very Russian
3: not Alex <laughs> Jones this is a guy who's maybe not the Dan Rather of Russia but he's uh, let's say he's the Bob Opsol or the who's uh Elijah from channel 35 kind of guy but national okay so anyway <clears throat> on the star who republished the article, Three weeks ago, uh, Putin's health... Well, they found Putin unconscious in his office, on the Ugh. ground. He was resuscitated and moved into a medical facility that's in the Kremlin.
5: Then we pull up his pens and delete browser history.
3: Exactly. Oh, no. Now, this went on for like two weeks, and I ta- I sent it to Jill. I sent you, you this stuff.
5: I, you, there, but there was...
3: It
4: gets, gets better. More than one source. Oh, no, no. this kept,
3: Yeah, this kept going and going and going. But it was only, nobody here covered it. It was not covered anywhere else, leading me to believe, yeah, it's probably false. But the star, just like the National Enquirer, at some point, you got to have some kind of little droplet of truth in something or you're going to lose every single little bit of credibility you have. Not that they really care, but, you know, take it for what it is. Then the last two days, it says Putin has died. Here's the headline from uh, Monday. Putin's inner circle considers his death the beginning of something new and good. Yesterday, doctors still trapped in room with Putin's corpse several days after Vlad's death. So they
4: made him stay in there and watch over his body, and it's just him looking
3: at dead Putin? Again, this is on the Star Daily. But yesterday, this guy... Valerie uh, Valery Solvi so the uh from the general SVR came out and said wait a minute step back just a second there may be some truth to this after all they have no concrete evidence supporting that he's not dead there is a Putin look alike hmm really we all believe here in the United States there may be a Biden look alike but why would you replace senile Biden with just as senile Biden. Yeah, why not a better version? It doesn't make any sense, right? But uh, the problem is that Solovy strikes with the Russian people because they believe him. He's somebody who's always been at the top of the news and extremely accurate. He's He's invariably smart and incisive, says Russian internal politics even. So it's not just the people, it's the people in politics there that go, yeah, this guy's pretty credible. Regardless of whether Putin is physically dead or alive, the brouhaha over his rumored death clearly shows that he's not in good good shape. So either he's very ill and in a room somewhere where they're trying to take care of him, or he's actually dead and body double is what you see on TV. Yeah. Now, he hasn't spoken in over a week. However, there's been video of him from a distance... With this, what he says could be, you know, a Putin lookalike, or it could be Putin. Yeah. We don't know for sure. All I can tell you is when I see a story like this, remember the National Enquirer broke a lot of major stories, you know, where people were like, yeah, it's the National Enquirer, that's not true. What was the biggest story? They, they broke a doozy one. What, the Bat Boy? No, no, no! Oh. A big one. There was a big national story. Oh, it, it was Epstein.
5: Oh, yeah. That the National Enquirer broke. Yeah, they were the
3: first ones to uh, write it because Ooh. it was all that ABC News. What was it? The the, the lady that Amy what, Robach. Amy Robach, who was not allowed to bring it up because she did a two two year investigation on Jeffrey Epstein. That was first appeared in the National Enquirer. There's a lot of stories they've done over time. Um, you know, even the John Bonnet Ramsey they covered extensively better than most regular media outlets. Mm. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't Mm. know. We'll see. I mean, it's going to come out sooner or later. I mean, when you start printing headlines like this, I mean, UFOs is one thing. Right. Because, you know, whenever- And I could
4: see if it was in one publication. Right. But when you sent me stories yesterday, there was like six different publications.
3: Yesterday, because of this guy at the General SVR in Russia- uh, Valerie Solovy because he got involved and said this in this article, now all of a sudden, yeah, it's in like four or five different wow. publications. What was the last one I sent you? It was a pretty cra- Oh, it was The Hill. It was The Hill, which is a slightly left-leaning national website here dealing with politics in the United United States. They don't print crap, so
4: Yeah, you sent me
3: The Hill was the last one, one I sent One
4: was the you. YouTube, one was The Hill, one was Daily Star so just throwing that out
3: there. I mean, mm. just for fun, you know.
10: Mm.
3: Interesting, right? All right. Milo likes Did you see Elon Musk on with um, Joe Rogan? Oh no! What happened? Did he smoke weed again? Joe, Elon Musk is is tough man because one time you you listen to him and you go, oh, "This guy's that's crazy," and then other times you listen to him and you go, "Man, he's just so damn smart." Mm-hmm. This was one of those times where I listened to what he said, and it's almost like. He, the insight he's got on what's really going on in this country it blows you away sometimes because he really what is his IQ like a hundred bazillion 160 I don't don't know. know I don't even know so, they're talking about why he bought Twitter. Okay. Which, is, which is a good question because right. this thing has been nothing but just, you know, a nightmare for his life. I mean, he's got SpaceX, he's got the Tesla, he's got so many
12: successful enterprises. And then out of nowhere, he buys Twitter. Joe Rogan asked him why. I mean, this is going to sound uh, somewhat melodramatic, but I was worried about that, that it was having a corrosive effect on civilization, uh, that it was uh, just having a bad, a bad impact. Um, and um, I think part of it is that it, It's where It's where it was located Which is uh, You know Downtown San Francisco um, And while I I think San Francisco Is a beautiful city And, and we should Should really fight hard To um, Kind of right the ship Of San Francisco If you've walked around Downtown San Francisco Right near the XFK Twitter headquarters It's a zombie apocalypse
3: It is I stayed there And that, and that was like Three years ago, I stayed right next to Twitter, and they had the feces people out there. And oh yeah, all, and all the around feces that neighborhood. Blood. Oh, the poop. Yeah, and all around that neighborhood was nothing but tent cities, mess. It was drugs out in the open, needles everywhere. It was. Remember, I told you that yeah. it was just
4: disgusting. It well, was so bad they had to hire a poop crew to clean it.
3: Eighty thousand dollars per employee to clean feces.
12: Yeah. So he goes on. You know, a philosophy that would be ordinarily quite niche and geographically constrained, so that, that the sort of the fallout uh, area would be limited. Um, was effectively given an information, a weapon, um, a technology, uh, information technology weapon to propagate uh, what is essentially a mind virus to the rest of Earth, um, and the outcome of that mind virus is very clear if you walk around the streets of downtown San Francisco. Yeah, and he says the culture in
3: San Francisco Mm -hmm. seeped into Twitter, and Twitter seeped it into the whole country. And and then he brings up George Soros. In case you don't know who George Soros is, he's Uh, a billionaire who hates this country and has been trying to dismantle capitalism and democracy and everything else. Uh, But the, the one thing Musk says that I never, ever thought of, why does George Soros spend money to elect local officials? like? Alvin Bragg in New York, the guy that's going after mm-hmm. Trump and went off to the, after the subway guy, you know, the one who uh, defended everybody in the subway from that crazy Michael Jackson person. Oh, they said he was a
5: murderer because yeah. he yeah, strangled yeah. the guy. So why
3: would he go after to get these district attorneys that don't prosecute crime? It's because he can spend a lot of, and, and Musk said this, I'm just paraphrasing, he can spend a lot of money on presidential elections. He can spend a ton of money on congressional elections, but nothing ever really happens because they're those people are indebted to so many people that they really end up doing nothing like we've, told you about this morning, Mm -hmm. but when it's local or state elections, those people can actually affect change. And in this case, not good change. So he gets all these prosecutors and district attorneys in office who don't prosecute crime and he creates chaos. Chaos. And Musk is asked about this and Musk says, well, yeah, this guy, George Soros, hates this country. Mm -hmm. He's in the country and he wants to destroy the country because he hates the country because he hates himself. And now his Whoa. son is in charge. Elon Musk said that. Wow. Yeah. And now we uh, go on to where Joe Rogan asked him about uh, what was Twitter and what happened after
5: you took over? To me, that was the most bizarre, was the Twitter files. When you let Schellenberger yeah. and Matt Taibbi and all those guys get in the Twitter. And the, the response where Matt Taibbi gets audited. I mean, which is just wild. I mean, it's just so blatant and so
7: in your face. Yeah, it's
12: weird. No, I, I mean... The, yeah, the, the degree to which, and, and by the way, Jack didn't really know know this, but the degree to which Twitter was simply um, an arm of the government was not well understood by the public. And uh, it, it was, there was no, it was whatever the official government, I mean, it was like Pravda, basically. Um, you know, a, a state publication is the way to think of old Twitter. It was a state publication.
5: And was the justification from their perspective that they are progressive liberals? They have the right intentions. It's important that they stay in power. The progressive liberals stay in government and power because this is the, this is their. There, there was there was basically oppression
12: of um, any any views that would even I would say be considered middle of the road, um, but certainly anything on the the right. I'm not talking about like like. All right. I'm just talking mildly. Right, the people like Republicans were suppressed at ten times the rate of Democrats. Um, <laughs> Now, that's because uh, old Twitter was fundamentally controlled by the far left.
3: Yeah, it's pretty scary stuff. And I can't, obviously, he was on with uh, Rogan for three hours. Wow. And I popped around the interview for three hours thinking, oh, this has got to get boring every time. But everywhere I popped around, he was saying something that was just... Fascinating? Fascinating, if not devastating. And he goes on talking about environmentalists Environmentalists are actually part of a death cult that these people advocate for the voluntary extinction of humanity because humanity is the problem. You know, that, uh, and you've I mean, heard about these people, that they want you to kill yourself because it's better for the earth. Yeah. But the insanity, and he talks about that cult and then he talks about artificial intelligence and what danger it poses. Now, when other people say it, you're like, yeah, whatever. And you know, it's a distant thing too. When we see all these AI articles and when Kamala Harris gets out there and says, yeah. AI starts with, well, first of all, it's two letters, AI. You think
11: you just fell out of a coconut tree? <laughs>
3: Yeah, you don't pay much attention. You think it's something far off and it's maybe a piece of software somebody uses. No, Musk goes into the fact that AI is the biggest threat we face, not Mm -hmm. white supremacy, not Russia, China, Israel. It's what it's AI. And when I start listening to his reasoning, I'm like, oh, my God, this this actually is Skynet. It could take over everything in a blink of an eye. And dis- I'm a
2: cybernetic organism, living tissue over metal endoskeleton.
3: Now, Joe Biden, just to give you an example of how serious this is, the senile, addled, uh, Adderall-addled Joe Biden got out there yesterday and signed an executive order over artificial intelligence, AI. Okay. Now, you would think he's because you know people told him to, and you know science and this. No, Joe Biden was watching a screening of Mission Impossible, the new one. What's it called? Um, oh,
4: where it's like a two-parter, the one where he does the stunt on the motorcycle? I just watched it. I don't know what it ago. is,
3: but he's watching the thriller by Tom Cruise and that made an enormous impression on him, said the people that work around Biden. And he says, right after the movie, after he watched the movie, he came out and he says, I have to do something. I have to do something now. So following a meeting at Camp David, which we were told about in late July, he decided he was going to pass an executive order. To protect us against AI, he says yeah. the AI influence is extremely dangerous and nobody has any idea. Now, in the movie, there's a piece, of, there's something just like AI called the entity. Yeah. And I hope I say this word correctly. The entity becomes sentient. It starts mm. to think on its own, mm-hmm. just like AI is predicted to be doing right now as we speak. I don't like that. And it messes up Tom Cruise's crew because they go in there to, I don't I didn't see the movie, but he, I guess he goes in there trying to do whatever they do in Mission mm-hmm. Impossible and this thing gets in their way. It's thinking on its
5: own.
4: Smoke, didn't you say there was an incident where two robots were?
5: Yeah, it was the um, uh, the Facebook robots. Yeah. there's like two Facebook chatbots. And they introduce them to each other, and they start talking, and within minutes, they develop their own language, and they're communicating so fast that the researchers can't even follow what's happening, and they had to unplug them. Wow. I'm just saying, that kind of stuff's super dangerous, and it happens. It's probably already here, and we don't even realize it. I mean, think of how many secret well, places there are on the internet for you to hide stuff. Now there's, there's two things,
3: ways to take Biden's executive order. You could say, okay, he's senile and t- somebody told him to do it because people would think it'd be cool and they'd get him more votes. Or he actually, he. This is what they're saying is that he actually saw the movie at Camp David, and became so frightened by AI and the movie illustrated what he could do. And he was like, no, 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 no. And that's why he signed this executive order because you never know, watched Terminator that came out years no, ago. No, they said it. They mentioned Terminator, but th- they said that this made a bigger impression on him because it, it was more real. It was more real and it aligned better with. AI. AI the entity yeah aligned better with the story of AI and what it actually does huh. isn't that something
5: uh oh terminator is out there it can't be bargained with it can't be reasoned with it doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear and it absolutely will not stop ever wow <laughs> A little spooky
3: Every week we take a sideways look at our politics. So from New York, where I believe we have him outside the courtroom at a civil fraud trial, President Trump not wearing large stiletto boots like DeSantis. How are you, sir?
7: I'm good, Stacy. How are you? Hello, Jill. Hi. Smoke crack. Happy Trump family testimony day. Uh, yes, yeah, sir. Your children
4: are testifying in your civil fraud trial this week, starting with Don Jr. yesterday, Eric, today. And I believe Ivanka's date is still tentative, right?
7: My beautiful family still testifying, but Tiffany better not show her face. I mean, she can testify all she wants, but she better not show her face. Ugh. <laughs> then again, that might be a good thing if she does. The judge might declare a mistrial. Who knows? Now, are you concerned about what your kids might say under oath, sir? Well, to be honest, you know, with Ivanka, I'm completely confident she'll do a fantastic job. Don Jr., you know, I told him yesterday, I said, Donnie, you need to take the fifth, not drink a fifth, okay? And I got to admit, I am a little worried about Eric. At this point in his life, Eric's kind of like daylight savings. Really? Why? Well, he no longer serves a purpose, but nobody knows how to get rid of him.
4: <laughs> That's okay. horrible.
3: That you say
7: that. Don't get me wrong. I love my kids. I uh, love them. But frankly, they're not qualified to testify in court, Stacy. It's a perjury trap, which is forbidden by the Declaration of Independence and its many amendments.
4: Uh, I, I don't think that's true, no, sir. Yeah. Yes,
7: look it up. Look it up. I talked to Eric before the trial. I said to him, Eric, whatever you do, don't get nervous and start yammering away. Because there's a room full of people there, lots of people. Unlike your friends and family, who sadly have no choice but to listen what you have to say. But I said, if you do get anxious, and this is very important, I want you to take a deep breath and immediately plead insanity.
3: (laughs) All right. Well, I guess by now you saw the former second in command, Mike Pence, officially dropped out of the presidential race. Do you have any comment about uh, Pence?
7: I do. I do have a comment. I think it's a real shame because Mike was really starting to come on in the polls. Is that true? Yeah, he really was. I heard he was actually polling three points higher than Hamas. Oh. (laughs) I can't imagine why he wasn't more popular. I mean, other than the creepy monotone voice, the Anderson Cooper hairdo, the lobotomized expression on his face, and the Norman Bates thing where he calls his wife mother, there really wasn't any obvious reason. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, was it the fact that actual scarecrows out in the cornfields looked less like they had a stick up their ass than Mike? (laughs) Who's to say for sure?
4: Well, let's move on, sir. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie says, you will be convicted now that your former chief of staff, Mike Meadows, has been granted immunity by prosecutors in the uh, federal elections case. Any comment on Christie?
7: Sure do. Next to Christie, my former Attorney General Bill Barr looks like the after picture in a Weight Watchers ad. (laughs) Well, do you have any uh, comments, sir? Well, in all fairness, being the legal expert that he is, uh, I mean, if he said it, uh, said that I'll be convicted, I mean, then I have to say it's hard to argue with old Aliphant McBeal there. <laughs> I mean, when it comes to the law, Judge Triple Wapner with cheese is seldom wrong about these kind of things. All okay. right. All right. You know that Chris Christie and Perry Mason, they they, they have a lot in common. Really? Yeah, they both have the same cholesterol level and cup size.
3: <laughs> All right, well, True. let's switch to President Biden, sir. I, I have to say you've been uh, consistently going after him in regards to his cognitive decline. But to be fair, you're not without any your own missteps, for example. Oh, really? Yeah, you said Biden may be responsible for World War II instead of World War III, and you call Viktor Orban the leader of Turkey uh, when he was prime minister of Hungary.
7: Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Are you really going to use the? I don't like your examples. You didn't cite those in our pre-interview, so they don't count.
4: Some, okay. some say that your own performance weakens your attacks on Biden. Wouldn't you
7: agree, President Trump? No, I wouldn't agree. Come on. What are you, crazy, Jill? First of all, that wasn't a mix-up with turkey and hungry, okay? That reference? That's a very common thing when you've gone over four hours and you haven't had your two midday Big Macs. I was starving, for God's sake. I thought, hungry, hungry, and boom, there was turkey. I
10: got you. Okay.
7: Look, if my age and mental acuity are a problem, then Sleepy Joe simply needs to be declared legally expired. Okay, because when it comes to missteps, nobody does them better than Slippy Joe. He's so graceful. You know, when he takes a set of stairs, he looks like one of those flopping, inflatable advertising balloons outside of a car dealership.
3: (laughs) Thanks. Thanks for calling President Trump.
7: Remember, Stacy, next to me, Crooked Joe's missteps, like his hair plug scars, are huge. The Sunny Update. Rick Jill, and
2: Having fun with a world gone crazy.
4: Brought to you by All Electric Services. Get My stepmom respect. has got it going on. My stepmom has got it going on. Is anybody hiring out there? I need to find a new job. Um, Hello, pull around to the first window. So there's a Russian weight loss influencer who cheated on her husband with his son. Now apparently very happy. Her name's Marina. She's 37.
5: This is outrage.
4: (laughs) She has two children with her husband, who's 23. His name's Vladimir. So she was first married to Vladimir's father. Ooh. His name's Alexi. He was heartbroken and jilted that she left him for his son. He's 47 years old. He's been left to care for the five kids that him and Marina adopted together. Ugh. Get this. Here's the kicker. Vladimir, the son, the one that she's married to right now, mm-hmm. she raised him since the age of seven.
5: Ooh. That's a bad look.
4: So now... She sleeps with the son. She's married to the son and left dad oh. to take care of the other kids because she oh, married
5: no. one of the kids. What? Okay. How? uh
4: Yeah, I don't I don't have any answers.
5: <laughs> Milosh is disturbed.
3: Now, the husband said that she would come back to bed after doing the
4: uh, she in, would leave their bed and go over there and go have sex with the son and come back to the bedroom like nothing happened. Yep. And he knew it was happening the whole time. And granted, the kid wasn't seven when she was doing this. Please, I'd like to make that very clear. Yeah, I'm sure he okay, was Okay, how, how bad? It how doesn't say how old he was, but he's only 23 now that they're married, so I can imagine maybe he was late teens, maybe uh, 18,
5: 19? Oh, God. Oh, no. Okay. That's, uh, that's bad. All right. Ready for this? Mm-hmm. Am I? Now,
4: she's not Russian, but I've always wondered how people... Do things like this. She is a millionaire's stay-at-home wife. Mm -hmm. So if you wonder about people and you go and you see these influencers and they have these beautiful homes and have you seen, oh gosh, I just thought of this. Have you seen the meme or the video where it says what it's like being a millionaire's wife? And she walks upstairs and she's on the phone and she's dressed all expensive and she has diamonds on her finger. And she's beautiful. Her hair's done perfectly. And she's just got bags and bags and bags of shopping bags, right? Mm-hmm. Like she just went out on a shopping spree. And she opens up the door and it's her husband in bed with someone else. And instead of getting mad because he's rich, she's just like, oh, excuse me, carry on. I'll be out here. <laughs> of course. Like, I don't want to disrupt it or any of my money. So that's what I pictured this girl doing, but it's not the case. So she, her name's Linda. And a lot of people were getting onto her. I guess this was on TikTok mm-hmm. because she spends three million dollars a week of her husband's money. A week? That's what this says. A
5: week? Yeah, no. Uh, it's Not just why he's trying to get weird in front of her. Three million a week.
4: God. So, th- well, this wasn't this. That wasn't this couple. Oh, okay. That was just a a little funny side thing. But she says she is the original Dubai housewife. She is married to cryptocurrency czar. Ricky Andrade, I don't know who that is, but apparently How do I get he's very to be a czar? rich. I don't know. Apparently you have, have a lot of money to be a czar. Um she married him when she was 19. She's 24 now, so she's been with him for about 5 oh. years. She says her only job is to look expensive.
5: <laughs> wow. That's she, it, huh?
4: He spent a lot of money on her. He when it was her 23rd birthday, he put up a happy birthday message up on the um Burj Khalifa. Do you know what that is? No. Yeah, it used to be the tall, Burj Dubai. It's that really tall building in Dubai. Talking. And so he put he paid to have happy birthday to her up on that massive building. It'd
3: be like doing it in Times Square, only like 80 stories up. Right. And so bigger.
4: <laughs> I guess she put up a post and she's just sitting in a room and she's sipping some tea and everyone's like, what are you going to do with no degree and no money? And so I guess to post back because you have money to be vengeful and... Her and her husband posted the words, marry a man with no degree that has lots of money, back up on the Burj Khalifa to tell them, that's what I'm going to do. I married rich, so I don't need to have a degree. Good grief. Here's some of the things that she gets. Um, Well, her husband was caught, I guess there was a picture on her social media of him in a private zoo with a cheetah at his feet. And she says, these are some of the perks that money can buy. She said, whenever uh, she gets mad at him, he buys her things like properties and stocks.
5: Must be nice.
4: And like I said, her only job is to look expensive. I have to wonder what the underlying, like, actual relationship is, right, like, though. Like, is They're- he busy off being a czar and she's just busy spending money and they really have no connection? I'm sure they have a connection. Well, she said that she's yeah, been with not. him since. I don't know if they have high school. If she went to high school, but she said since she was 16, she's been with him. And she said she didn't marry him for his money. I know you get ready to laugh, but she said Mm -hmm. when he was working in trades, that's all she wrote. um, Before he had any money, she was dating him, and then I guess through cryptocurrency, he became a zillionaire.
3: Yeah, but I mean it's been five years, so and he can afford to have a line outside his door all day
4: if he wants. Yeah,
3: yeah, one after another after another, and what's she going to care?
4: I don't know that she would. I mean, I would, but some women just would rather the money and, hey, I get to do what I want. He leaves me alone. As long as he's not bothering me, I don't care. Right? Wow. Jeez. So Mariah Carey's facing a $20 million lawsuit. (gasps) It is because of her Her song-
5: backup dancers had to carry her across the stage for New Year's Eve? (laughs)
4: And they hurt their back. My sciatica. No, she, um, you know her song that everyone is going to start playing now that Halloween is over and Uh. November is here? All I Want for Christmas, which is what, what is it the biggest Christmas song? Biggest Christmas song ever. Um, sad, isn't it? Yeah. It's, I mean, you gotta admit it's a good song.
3: Yeah, but it's the biggest, most downloaded song ever of Christmas. Is it's just sad.
4: So there are two guys named Andy Stone and Troy Powers that allege that her song um, infringes on Vince Vance and the Valiants' 1989 song with the same title. Now I'm gonna first let you hear All I Want for Christmas. I Now, here's what I don't get. I'm gonna I'm gonna play this for you in a second. The Vince Vance and the Valiance song, also called All I Want for Christmas. These guys are claiming that the song shares similarities in melody and then the the hook, which is like the main part of the song, and the overall vibe of the song. I don't hear it. Maybe you do. Listen Take to Take back
10: the soul stalking. Yeah, I can
4: see it. Like a little bit, but not. Maybe it's just a sped up version. Yeah, but the melody's
3: close, and, and I know it's not the same tempo, but the melody's close, and the yeah. lyrics, uh, you know.
4: Yeah. So the defendant's knew or should have known is what they're claiming cool. is that all I want for Christmas is you could not be used in a musical work by her. Hold on, hold on.
3: Okay, now. What? Take
11: back the
10: tinsel, stockings and bows, because all I want for Christmas is you.
5: Oh, that, that's the part that's going to yeah. nail yeah, That, that, hook that part. part's going to nail her. Now, are they using the uh, Ed Sheeran precedent with the. Oh, that there's the only so many notes to
3: use? Yeah, yeah but uh, this isn't about a rhythm uh, track. This is about. Cause Christmas is you
10: yeah. all I want but Christmas is you. Oh
3: yeah but you know what? We went we went through this with the uh, blurred lines mm-hmm. oh, yep, yep, and Marvin yep. Gaye, and mm-hmm. it was we laid the two songs on top of each other and they were identical Right but it was just the rhythm line and they still won the case. So
5: is this a lawyer battle or is this a... No, this is a lawyer battle, but at the
3: same time, uh, I just gave you the proof right there. I don't think... Because that's lyric, melody, and it's the song. Why did they wait so long to... That's my question.
4: I don't know the answer. It doesn't say that here, but it's $20 million worth, which do you think Mariah Carey can spare? I mean, I think she's hey. getting enough child support from Nick Cannon where she can spare $20 oh, million. You can see
3: Vince's grandson there. Hey, I just got my law degree. What do, we, what do you want to do first? Hey, <laughs> listen to this. You know, remember these guys?
4: Yeah, we got to sue Mariah Carey. That's right. And if you are in the mood for some Christmas music, I went to the store, I told you this the other day. Christmas is already up everywhere. I think it was up before Halloween. I think they started putting it up in September, but now it's really
5: everywhere. Why? Why? Did you skip right over Thanksgiving. Well, Thanksgiving. There's no songs. There's, and there's
4: really no, like, other decor other oh, than, like, pumpkins on. and stuff. You can hang yeah. a turkeys well,
5: from your tree. And your, your turkey
4: tastes exactly the same with the tree up corn? as it does the tree
5: down. What about your cornucopia?
4: The cornucopia. But if you're in the mood for some Christmas music, even though it might be a little early, but you don't have enough time, you can just play this one Christmas song with everything in it. It'll cover you.
5: Frosty the red-nosed drummer boy Let it snow and deck the halls Grandma got run over by chestnuts Ding-da-dong, fa-la-la-la-la
8: Oh, come all ye merry gentlemen I'm dreaming of a silent night Have yourself a holly jolly
5: hark it's cold outside joy to the winter wonderland the 12 days of noel i saw her mommy kissing silver bells feliz navidad
7: emmanuel oh holy jingle bell rock <laughs> santa baby's coming to town i'll be home for a
8: blue christmas To rock around the town and
5: bomb.
1: I know, it's crazy, right? Crazy talk. You must think I'm stupid.
2: Now, here's Rick, Jill, and Smokestack.
3: I thought this was over, but apparently not. A woman in New York is a professional cuddler. Makes a pretty good living at it, too. The 48-year-old former teacher who goes by Ella charges a cool $150 an hour. People are still doing that? Yep, that's not enough money.
4: I feel like this is not the first time we've heard about people doing this.
3: Yeah, she uh, most of her clientele are made of married men. Well, no kidding, because you you think you're cuddling and helping people be more affectionate, while the man is just playing with Mr. Bonehouse. Oh no! So what's uh, what's the fascination people seem to be having with platonic cuddling? Well, the fascination is is that what I just said. is like you you as the Ella,
12: wild women, the wild, the wild women, yeah. the ripping and the tearing, the ripping
3: and the tearing. She says, my cuddling sessions offer clients a specific type of intimacy and unconditional acceptance that they're not getting at home, in talk therapy, or a massage parlor. Various embraces, uh, various embraces clients. What? Okay, somebody cuddled with me. This sentence is getting me very upset. Uh-oh, go ahead. Let anyway, uh, yeah, it's a head-to-head, <laughs> chest-to-chest, face-to-face,
4: bear-hugging, neck sort of thing. Wait, you have to face them? So you're, like, facing them. Yeah. A lot of the cuddling, uh, the other people, the other clients' stories we've read about are the, at least it's like Big Spoon, Little Spoon. Yeah, it's more of a spooning action. This is like nose-to-nose. Nose well, she
3: offers like- all kinds. She says face-to-face, head-to-head, chest-to-chest, bear-hugging, head-on-chest, you know, anything you want to do like that. How much for the butt-to-butt? Head-on-butt? <laughs> head
4: butt. Do you guys get like that, though, where... Um, you don't want to be on your partner because you need the room while you sleep, but one part of you has to be touching one part of them.
5: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah you know? absolutely, yeah. Yeah, but dog does that too, where he's like, hey, hey. hey. I'm going to put a paw on you in case you move. I'll know you're awake. <laughs> you know what's the worst thing, though, about the dog, though? He,
3: they act like they cuddle with you. They'll get on their side, and you put your arm around them, and everything's fine till you start to almost fall asleep, and your mouth sort of open a little bit, and all of a sudden, the dog's
5: tongue gets <laughs> in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> It just gives you that one last lick. You're like, oh, Oh, see, for me, he's trying to chew on his butt and he'll push on you to get leverage. Yep. Yep. I'm like, ow, what are you? Okay. Yeah. Step on my neck, I guess. And they always (laughs)
4: shake the bed when they're licking themselves or scratching
3: themselves. And you're like, (sighs) I have an adjustable bed with the vibrator thing, which I never use, but sometimes it's vibrating because I hit the remote by mistake. And sometimes it's a dog licking its
5: Mm -hmm. stuff. And he's like, what? You would if you could.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Baskin Robbins is celebrating its 2023 Thanksgiving season with new Turkey Day Fixins ice cream. Oh. Gross. Now,
5: why would you do that? Didn't you
4: do one yesterday about another? It was Thanksgiving pizza, not as gross.
5: That's disgusting. So,
4: is there turkey chunks in the ice cream? I've heard of no, savory just, ice cream before, but.
3: It's just flavored.
4: Oh, okay. It's still
3: gross, man. Turkey
5: Fixins flavor.
4: Should I buy it and we could try it on air?
5: Sure, whatever. You couldn't even get him to eat an Oreo. What I know, that was like, like pulling
4: I teeth. The, I ate
3: the Oreo. He did eat it, but you like threw one, a temper tantrum the out. whole time. He was
5: wiping his tongue off. It was off. dry, and it was just, just... You know, like most cookies. <laughs> no, not like most cookies. Some not cookies, like the wet ones. <laughs> most cookies.
3: <laughs> well, if you put a chocolate chip cookie in the microwave, a good one, it gets kind of soggy.
5: You don't even eat milk with your cereal. I can't expect you no, to No, you, you just drink it straight
4: out of the jug.
5: And then eats his cereal with his own hand. He does. He's so weird. So What's wrong what cool with that? You, Who
4: doesn't eat cereal out of the box with their with own their hands? hand? With well, do Every morning. It's a crunch yeah, fest right in here. You
3: know how on the
5: commercial it shows them pouring milk into it? Yeah, but that's a commercial. That's not real life. Yeah, you're right. Nobody eats the orange with it either. <laughs> Because it's part of a balanced breakfast. Yeah, it's why part do they
4: always put a slice of toast and an orange on the side of the cereal bowl? I've but, never had toast and orange with my cereal. Because no. they're
5: showing that it's part of a balanced breakfast. Because most people just eat the cereal for breakfast. Yeah. When if you eat it by itself, it'll slowly kill you. But if you eat it with toast and orange, you'll be okay. <sighs> What's wrong,
4: Rick? I feel like something's wrong today. No, no, Are you on edge? No, Do I'm need fine. you need a hug? Do we re, do you
3: need to readjust the stick up your butt? No, bone? you're yelling at me, and, uh, and you know everybody's yelling at me today.
4: Nobody's. Aw, Rick feels ganged up on. Smoke. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Come in I'll and stop. comb your hair in a <laughs> it's, it's okay.
3: <laughs> Would you please? It's tangled. All right. Uh, okay. The, the, can we have a new rule in the morning show? Sure. There are writers out there that sort of are like DJs. They do their art, and they think that when they write an article about a subject or a person or something, they have to flourish. Is that the word? No. They have to fluff it up to show their their journalistic expertise, and they have to. It's almost like a tree. Christmas tree is pretty without anything on it. It's Mm -hmm. gorgeous tree, and it's shaped like a Christmas tree. And then we start piling crap on it. Sometimes it look good. Sometimes it's just like a tree that's beautiful that was. Piled crap on it by humans it's Overdone That's what happens with these articles Some some stories are written just so you could I could read them on the air And they're clear and concise And they're written well And then you get stories like this Where they have to throw in 67,000 adjectives To make sure that you know That the writer's smarter than you are ah, Yeah I see Or they like to tell stories Maybe they're good at telling little kid stories But uh... Anyway So let's look this lady used to work in an office, nine to five. She worked in a corner. Obviously, this is a Gen Zer, and she got tired of that. And one day, she had enough. She quit her job and she decided, "Hey, my car's not bad. Twenty seven uh, is that Gen Zer? Is that no? It's Gen Z. That's, mm-hmm. She gave up her corporate desk job, moved into her Toyota Corolla full time. Wait, what? What? Why? Back in October last year, she released a YouTube video explaining her journey. After releasing, she'd spent 249,600 minutes at her desk in the corner of the office. The woman had never traveled far from home, but in November 2021, she decided that's it. She got in her car, went on an 18-day adventure out west from the east, and felt like, wow, this isn't bad at all. Okay, I don't know about you, I've never felt that way about my car, and I've had some nice cars.
4: I don't like extremely long car rides like that. I get claustrophobic, but I follow people on Instagram because it fascinates me that do live in their cars or a bus or a camper, but I've seen people that live in the actual car like she is. That's really small because it's a Toyota. It's a Corolla.
3: And by the way, number one stolen car. Yeah. Really? So she went on her trip and she enjoyed her car so much. She very rarely stopped and got out. She just got gasoline. When she got back, they offered her a job back. She didn't take it. She decided I'm going to make a living out of this and I'm going to do YouTube videos out of my car.
5: Uh Is she successful? No, yes. People are watching this stuff, but I mean, you know. Yeah, just because they want to see how horrible her life is, not because she's popular.
4: Well, it's fascinating (laughs) to see it because you're like, how do they shower? How do they go to the bathroom? Where do they stop when they sleep in their car? A lot of them will have a roll-up mattress in the back in the trunk that they'll lean the seats back and put the mattress over it, and that's how they sleep. But then I always worry about creepers. So it turns out they creepers. put these looking in on you while you're sleeping at night, whether you're parked in a parking lot. But I know she puts these blackout things in her window so people can't see in. I always wondered about
3: those people that park in uh, Walmart parking lots That's what with, they the, yeah. with their RVs. Yeah. That doesn't
4: bug you out that you're in a parking lot where people creep around and stuff? Well, they do Walmart, Cracker Barrel, uh, any of the gas stations where, that have a lot of truck want, You don't want to be in a secluded area. You want to be where there's some people. That's true. If I could figure out how to live on my motorcycle, that would be nice. I think you'd have enough shelter on your motorcycle. Yeah, right, Bob
9: in the market for a new place to live, then come on down to the Toyotas that you can live in full-time blowout sale. Yes, I've got all sorts of Toyota Corollas that you can live inside,
11: price to move. I decided to save money and live in a Toyota Corolla. It's great. I put a hot plate on the engine and I cook there. And my husband sleeps in the back seat in a sleeping bag. Right, honey? Uh,
1: I guess. And
11: I'll take any house as a trade. Push, pull, drag your house in and trade it for a Toyota Corolla to live in.
1: Please tell me you didn't do that.
9: <laughs> no comment. So what are you waiting for? Live in your car and save some Money with the Toyotas that you can live in full-time blowout sale going on now.
2: Oh my god, go follow them! Follow the Rick Stacy Morning Show on Instagram at the Rick Stacy Morning Show.
3: Okay, W O C L H D one to Land. sunny FM with the crew. <laughs> That's us. <laughs>
10: okay.
2: Alright,
3: I don't know where the thing went. <clears throat> Having a technically challenged morning. Not too hard to have around here.
4: Nah, it happens
3: daily. Alright, here we go. So, um, again, you know, do me a favor, look up percentage of population U.S. Jewish, okay. and, then, and then look up Muslim. Because with the uh, political climate in this country, by the way, the update is brought to you by Farr and Farrah. It's all about how many votes you can get. Everything is motivated by two things, power and money. And Sometimes it's both together, and that's what Biden and his crew is motivated by. So they look at things as voting blocks. They don't want to lose any of the voting blocks, even a little schmitten because Trump's right on their ass. That's why they're trying to prosecute him for just about everything under the sun. I hear there's new indictments coming down. I don't know what they're going to be this time. What could they... They're trying to prevent him from being on the ballot in Michigan and I believe there's another state. It's crazy what's going on. Do you ever walk outside and you feel like you're walking in a vacuum? It's like all this insanity is going on, stuff that people should be outraged by. and doesn't seem like anybody knows what's going on. Anyway. So, uh, you have you looked it up yet?
4: Yeah, it's only giving me stats from 2021. So That's it okay. says um, Jewish population in the United States is 7.6 million, which is only about 2.4%. And then the Muslim population in the United States is 4.5 it's uh, million. No, it's lower. It's lower. 1.3 mm-hmm, percent.
3: Oh, okay. All right. Well, President Biden um, has to figure out who he's going to, you know, who he's going to be swayed by. Uh, I, I don't think there's any question of who you should be swayed by the ones that didn't commit the atrocities that Hamas did. But that's just me. I mean, you know, we told you about some of the atrocities yesterday, and yesterday we had Hamas come out. One of the uh, officials from Hamas that said he's going to keep doing October seventh over and over again, which tells me if I'm Netanyahu, is we have to eliminate them, or we're going to be continued to be attacked over and over again by these animals because that's what they are. Yesterday we had another leader from Hamas come out and say the only reason, because you're given the uh, the perception that I see out there is that the students that are protesting in behalf of Hamas and the Palestinians. Is that, you know, the Palestinians are an oppressed bunch of people in a little strip of land that's very, very dense. And they deserve to be free and all this stuff and everything. But there's a couple of things that kind of contradict that. They voted Hamas, the terrorist group, into power. And Hamas acts like they're fighting or they think Hamas is fighting on their behalf. 46% of them think that. Hamas themselves come out yesterday and says, hey... We didn't build these 500 miles of tunnels under the Gaza Strip for you guys, the civilians, the Palestinians. We built them for us. So don't, don't try to get in here. They're not doing anything for the Palestinians. These people in college that are protesting don't even get what's going on there. Ow. It's very complicated. The history of Israel is very complicated. Even I don't understand most of it. I'm being honest. You could read your ass off like I've done for the last two weeks and still go, damn, how did this all come about? just very detailed. But the thing is, is that right now, the truth is, they were atta- uh, Israel was attacked October 7th. It was despicable. I don't know how many words you could bring in that they're uh, like despicable. It was an incredible attack on civilians. And it was inhumane. It was crazy. Not that war is not inhumane, but you know what I mean. Uh, we don't have to go over the list of atrocities they c- caused. But even Hamas is telling the civilians in Palestine, you know, in the Palestinian territories that this isn't uh, this isn't for you. This is yeah. for us. And we want to eliminate the Jews.
4: But people keep voting them in. Yeah.
3: Yep. Well, we don't know what's going to happen next. Now, President Biden was talked to by some Muslim leaders here in the United States. And he said he backed Israel 100,000 percent. And all of a sudden yesterday... Think about it. There's not What do people expect Israel to do? What would you expect the United States to do if the same thing happened to us, just like 9-11? What would you expect us to do? Fight
4: back and defend ourselves?
3: Right? Wouldn't you mm-hmm. think that would be the proper thing? That's what Netanyahu's saying. But President Biden yesterday shocked a few people by saying, hey, maybe we should have a ceasefire. After saying all this time, he wouldn't ask for a ceasefire. Netanyahu's not having it. Netanyahu's not having it.
2: Just as the United States would not agree to a ceasefire after the bombing of Pearl Harbor or after the terrorist attack of 9-11, Israel will not agree to a cessation of hostilities with Hamas after the horrific attacks of October 7th. Calls for a ceasefire are calls for Israel to surrender to Hamas, to surrender to terrorism, to surrender to barbarism. That will not happen.
3: The guy's a real leader. Sticks to his guns. Knows what he has to do. He's got to get it done. I mean, that's what they got to do is they got to wipe out the terrorist group Hamas. If they're doing it correctly. You're doing it slow. Um, they have new weapons they use to seal off those tunnels. We told you about that yesterday. Um, he's doing a really good job, and he's doing the only thing he can do and what that country can do to survive. But all of a sudden, politics here in the U.S., man, we got a president that sways the way the wind is going, and all of a sudden, oh, well, you know, some of my Muslim constituents are saying this, and maybe I should, we should pause. Why? Because Rashida Talib said too. Right. Basically, that's, that's exactly what's going on. So his comments have circled. The w- this is where we look so weak around the globe. We really do. Mm -hmm. It's like, does this guy stand for anything? Nope. No, he'll
5: sit for everything.
3: And how many people, how many of the Jews in this country have voted Democrat? Are they going to do it again? Remember, it's a big voting block. Are they going to vote Democrat again after they see what's going on here? Where it doesn't matter. There's no loyalty. It's crazy. And again, the Hamas leader yesterday said, hey, we'll do October 7th over and over again. As long as it takes from the river to the sea. Jeez. Now, New York City and Queens, it's funny, this is right by where I was born. In Queens, New York, there's these construction workers. One of them's name is Paulie. Okay. And there's a guy walking around tearing down Israeli hostage photos.
4: Uh, there, uh, there's, he's not the only one. You see a lot of people doing this on college campuses and stuff. Remember the uh, New York Times uh,
3: reporter that, was it New York Times? Doesn't really matter. She's a reporter for one of the newspapers up there. And uh, she was found on her social media to be backing Hamas. Yeah. And she almost lost her job. No, 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 it wasn't that. She was offered a job at a law firm. It was oh, the and first they rescinded year. it. Yeah, she was just at, a, at one of the bigger Ivy League schools, and they rescinded the law after they saw her social media post about Hamas, and how she you know, supported Hamas and their actions on October 7th. The law firm rescinded the uh, job offer. Offer. And then she went on ABC News because they were like, well, let's see. Maybe there's another side of the story. And they got her on and she was all pleasant. And she was like, well, you know, things change and you have thoughts and blah, 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 blah. Then she goes outside and there was one smart cameraman took his little phone and went downstairs and followed her. She went down a few blocks and started tearing down posters of the very same people we're talking about in this story of hostages to families who live in New York City. Yeah. And of course, that made of social children. media- children. Children. And all of a sudden, we don't hear anything more about her. Uh-oh. Where'd she go? So this construction worker um, now has 3.3 million views because, uh, and he didn't do it. it. People posted what happened there. He was in Queens, saw this guy going around taking down the posters, and he confronted the guy.
1: you promoting- You shouldn't be ripping off the signs. I know what you want. You want, so, the, you want one of us to punch you in the mouth, which no. I'm dying not to. I'm dying to do it, I'm holding but myself back so him, bad. To that down. Uh, you better go. Check this out my friend. Don't do it. Yeah, you can it? save your f-ing breath. You ain't gotta show you f-ing. The I'm sign's veteran, there, that's not your f-ing kid. Trust All right. me, I'm a veteran. I'm telling you. Right? Don't rebel I'm
0: anytime.
1: He's not Jewish. He's, He's not, not Jewish. Jewish. I don't know if he is or not. I, I'm,
3: I'm, I'm Jewish. You- All right. So then, three Ooh. construction workers are piling on this one guy. And this guy, this guy's not backing down. He keeps trying to reach around the construction workers to grab another sign off another telephone he, pole. Yeah. Pictures of children, like Jill said. And it goes on. Are you Jewish? In the USS New York City. You don't have a it's
1: right. I'm Jewish. It's too. Well, I'm, too. This is a free country. No. You can wave your Palestine flag and say that you Jewish. America whenever you want, but we can put a don't f- rip it off. Okay. Get Then don't rip that no, down. Don't rip it off. <laughs> or you're offending us. That's, that's littering deceit. Litter.
5: Yeah, you are.
6: When you yeah. throw that on the floor, uh, you're I littering deceit. In a minute, I'm
1: going to litter the floor with you. A, so move, move you the on. on. You what?
6: have pushed that oh. knife. Whoa. Now Paulie's
3: about to smack him in the head And his other friends come around him and pull Paulie off Well
4: he's got some great restraint I'm surprised he didn't hit him already
3: Yeah Yeah, Paulie's like 10 times his size And you can tell that Paulie's a fighter So uh, they finally pulled Paulie He didn't touch him, pulled him off Because that's what that guy was looking for Yeah, but then what's he going to do? You know, so anyway uh, The guy, who knows where he went But um, this guy approached him and said Hey man I'm a podcaster, you're a hero Uh, He says you're the king of queens uh, and I really want to put you on some podcasts I mean, You're going to become a big podcaster, big hero okay. he, he said, nah, I don't want to do that now, I'm not a
8: superstar, I'm just a regular guy Who didn't like what I saw And it, it shouldn't be celebrated What I did, it, it should be normal Everyone should react like that oh, This shouldn't be a news story Because someone Doesn't like posters of murdered children and kidnapped children Being taken down This should be the norm, not the exception what that guy was
3: doing should be the exception. Yeah. So good for him. Yeah. That's, a you know, time. All right. You remember the story we told you about the wind farms that are being constructed out off the shore of New Jersey yeah. and oh, Massachusetts, the whales and everything. And uh, because of the death charges and the uh, amount of explosives they have to use to create the base for the windmills, the whales are going off course and beaching themselves. And they've had like multiple deaths of whales.
4: It's more damaging to the sea life than you could even imagine. And then there was a big, the big
3: controversy was that um, they had already paid for these energy units. Large corporations already have paid for blocks of energy that would come from these windmills, so they could resell it to homes in New. Jersey, Massachusetts and everywhere in New York, so this all—it's all about money. It's not about saving the environment, but of course, that's—that's that's the uh, scam they sell to you. You know, oh, you'd be part of it's, it's sort of like you know, buying an an electric car. You think you're doing uh. something for the environment, when in fact, if you look at an electric car, it's worse for the environment than a regular fossil fuel car. So that happened. That hit the news. It was in there for about a month or so. And now all of a sudden, because of the pressure exerted by residents in New Jersey, and Massachusetts, and New York, the company that's building those windmills has pulled out. <gasps> really? Yeah, with the help of a protest from the fishing industry. Because mm-hmm. there's 75,000 square acres of ocean mm-hmm. that they used to get calamar. Yeah. So, you know, you would ruin your, your dinner tonight. Uh-oh. So uh, they got on there, and they got on the whole thing, and here's their selling point. So
6: this project is supposed to help the environment. You say it's actually going to destroy a vital ecosystem for the fishing industry. Yep. Yeah, what it's going to do is turn the ocean into an industrial power plant. Megan Lapp is from Seafreeze, a fish processing dealer in Narragansett, Rhode Island. The company has three commercial fishing boats and caters to others, which primarily catch calamari. So what's the actual problem? The problem for Megan and her fishermen is the grounds they catch a lot of their squid on is about to become a giant wind farm. So these nets are a quarter mile behind the boat. They're skimming the bottom of the ocean. They will get caught on Mm -hmm. the turbine equipment.
11: Yeah, if this gets caught on the underwater infrastructure of the project, not only is it going to do damage
6: to the gear, but it can also put the boat in a safety situation where, worst case scenario, you could flip your boat. The project is called Vineyard Wind, and fishermen say it will destroy seventy-five thousand acres of prime fishing habitat.
3: Now, of course, um, they're not all innocent. It's not like I'm fighting for them. I'm fighting. I'm, I'm just happy that the wind farm has been, uh, you know, stopped. That's that's what I'm happy about. But it turns out that
6: so your critics say you're taking money from big oil and this project will address global warming, which is affecting all fishermen. Well, I can say that I don't receive one dime from big oil. hundred percent of my paycheck comes from fish that come off of boats like this. Everybody that works these boats and these plants, all their paycheck comes from fish and only from fish. She also points to a government study which says the project will not have any effect on global warming.
3: So take from this what you will, but the, the most important part is that
5: they stopped it. Mm-hmm. So me, of- she cites a government study that says it ain't doing nothing. Well, the, the the big oil companies in Texas are paying for her attorney, so
3: it's not like she's uh, innocent. the reaction is, is anger. Yeah. The Vineyard Project will eliminate a thousand American jobs, many may, maybe more.
6: No one from Vineyard Wynn would come on camera for an interview.
3: But Vineyard Wynn has canceled, so that's you know it's all about money, but at the same time this one turned out okay because it's it was killing whales. And yeah. they were lying about it. And then they were lying to the investors. And they were lying to everybody in New Jersey, and New York, and Massachusetts. Oh, this is going to help us save the, you know, the global
4: warming thing. It's
3: just, what, And not
4: to mention all the people that live there and have beach property or go visit there. They're like, oh, great. We get to go to the beach and look at windmills.
3: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. If you ever drive to California, you expect to, when you're entering California, you're going to see such beauty. And the first thing you get is Palm Springs. It looks like a thousand toothpicks.
10: Stick it out <laughs> yeah. of the mountains.
3: It's it's supposed to be... be it's no beautiful anymore. It's right. It's just a bunch of fans. All right. Shocking news here. Dr. Daria Sedofsky made the declaration on TikTok yesterday because all doctors do that.
4: That's where you go to, to really spread your message is TikTok. Yeah, of course.
3: Now, American Cancer Society cites tobacco as the number one risk factor for cancer of the exophagus or the, uh, you know... Esophageal vo- cancer. Right. Uh, and, of course, vocal cords and everything in your mouth, mouth, can't all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But now she says that in new studies, it's oral
5: sex. <gasps> oh, no.
3: She says that in new studies, oral sex is proven to be the number one cause of throat cancer.
5: Like, why are you saying that?
3: Stop it. Aren't you on our side? Stop it.
4: <laughs> I, I'm confused as to how. But
3: I, I don't know well, how. All you're
4: well, you don't know how. You're... In-
3: I don't think the American Cancer the a- American a- Cancer Society does cite oral sex as one of the potential causes of throat cancer given that the human papillomavirus, num- 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 oh. HPV. Oh yeah, I, okay. HPV, HPV, commonly known as HPV, can be transmitted during the act. Uh-huh. HPV is the most common sexually transmitted infection with an estimated 13 million new cases per year.
4: No god. No god, please no. No.
3: Isn't there a vaccine?
4: HPV, yeah.
5: Uh, for certain, isn't if, if, you're younger, if you're younger,
4: if you're younger, you have to get like two or three. I don't know how many it is.
5: Really? I thought there was like five different kinds of HPV.
4: Uh, I think you're thinking of herpes.
3: Herpes,
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: the disease that keeps giving. Gross. Deland cops arrested a 35 year old mother on Sunday. I wouldn't use that word mother. No. She left her seven year old kid alone in the vehicle and went in the bar. At nearly 3 a.m., officers responded to a found child call when a girl walked up to the perfect spot bar saying, Mommy. According to the officials, an investigation revealed that the child was left in an unlocked car, which was turned off in the dark in the parking lot. Officials say they stayed with the child while other officers began searching for mom, Veronica Elliott. Hours later, Elliott walked up to officers on the scene asking what time it was. They described her as covered in dirt and missing her shoe. <gasps>
4: Bless it.
3: And while she was talking to the officers, she was swaying. Oh, the mom? <laughs> oh, my God. So the mom was covered in dirt and missing her shoe. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, this is the mom. And, and she walked up to the cops asking what time it is and swaying. You know how you when you're drunk? There like is- What seems to be the officer problem? Yeah, Elliot told the she was surprised at what time it was because she felt it was just 10 minutes. According to cops, Elliot's slurred speech patterns, swaying, and body movements were consistent with an individual under the influence. Hmm. She was charged with child neglect without great bodily harm and booked in the Volusia County Jail. Well, that'll do it. Yeah, DS- DCF took custody of the kid. Well, yeah. In, you know... In other criminal news, deputies in Southwest Florida want to... You To keep your eye peeled for an elusive pickup truck, they
5: say is impersonating a law enforcement vehicle. Did you see it? No, it's just like a state trooper's car. Yeah, like you know, the uh, the white trucks with the green, it says beach patrol. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's this one say? Booty patrol (laughs) in big green letters on the side, it says
3: booty patrol with red lights, blue lights. Hey, you shake that booty. The DeSoto County Sheriff's Office said booty patrol has been spotted around the state and anyone who has been pulled over should send a tip to investigators. Yeah, like to me. I was awful. I was made to twerk.
5: <laughs> booty patrol. <laughs> Sounds like something Rick would do. I mean, admittedly, the car looks a lot like the beach patrol. That's funny. You run over, but like, help, somebody's... Oh, uh, well, there's nobody with butts over here, but that guy's in the water and needs
4: help.
3: <laughs> booty patrol. These are the stories about Booty Patrol. <laughs> the names have been changed to protect the innocent.
4: Hunt with it.
3: <laughs> All right. Sounds like a party, though, huh? Now you may have this music on your phone, but you could also have it on a brand new old Apple iPod. <laughs> a brand new old one. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, they're selling out vintage iPods. But why? I don't know. They're are refurbished the one
4: from 2004. Are these people that? don't have
3: phones. What is it? These are from 2007. Uh, they retail for about 249 for the 10 gig. Uh, more than 50, no, 10 meg. <laughs> you can't put, like, three songs yeah. on it. Yeah. Was say, is it 10 a gig or is it... It's, it's got to be 10 gigs. No, it's 10 gigs. They refurbished them. All right, they have a... The classic-looking models without a touchscreen are for sale uh, at Urban Outfitters. Uh, oh,
4: they're calling it vintage, which makes me feel like I'm 100. I love Urban Outfitters, though.
3: Heck in my day, was the phonograph. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't carry that around, but you can carry this iPod around. 249 puts one in your pocket. More than 15 years later, after it was $249? introduced... $249? Oh, yeah. on
4: eBay, they're selling up to 350 believe it or not. Yeah, what? 350
3: Urban Outfitters says you can yeah you can purchase these and uh, the first iPod debuted in October 2001 and became one of the most popular gadgets in the 21st century mm-hmm. now you can have one of these things and actually use it not only is it a collectible you can use it and carry it around of course
4: can you buy just like a new iPad for 350 or an iPod
5: No for they three? don't they stopped making them Yeah they don't make those anymore Oh yeah cuz people have
1: phones <laughs> Gotcha. Yeah. From the producers of This Old Computer comes the show that has Americans cleaning out their clutter. It's Antique Electronics Roadshow.
11: I found this. What I think is an iPod? This
1: is actually a Microsoft Zoom. (laughs) And look, this is the original proprietary data cable. Oh. Find out if the old tech in your attic could be worth money. Hmm, tell me about this Nokia phone. I think my dad had this phone in college, but that's all I know. Well, your dad probably used it to play a simple game called Snake. See what treasures lie on the bottom of your junk drawer. I brought in this milk crate full of tangled up cables. Actually, this is a gold mine of 50-pin SCSI cables for one megabyte jazz drives. The Antique Electronics Roadshow. You never know what they'll find next. Oh, a Palm Pilot.
2: <laughs> the Sunny Update. <laughs> Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack.
1: So wake up,
4: people.
2: Having fun with the world gone crazy.
4: Crazy Talk brought to you by All Electric Services. Now I read this story and I want you to maybe explain to me how this works because I was a little confused. I'll tell you why. This 24-year-old mom um, was on Reddit, claimed her doctor refused to sterilize her because she wasn't married. She's a single mom. She said her first pregnancy was really, really awful on her body. Put her in the hospital six times. She said, by the end, I had to give birth to her early because she wasn't gaining weight. Um, and so it just wasn't a very happy experience. So she goes to her doctors. A lot of the times, uh, I have a couple of friends that got their tubes tied. And one of my friends on her third baby said, hey, while you're in there doing the C-section, just tie my tubes and we'll be done with it. And they were like, okay, cool. So They did. This mom goes to the doctor and says, I'd like to have my tubes tied so that I don't get pregnant. And they said, we can't. You're not married. Now, here's where Mm -hmm. I have a question. Is that a
3: thing? Where is this?
4: It's here. It's not another country. No, I mean, what state? Uh, It doesn't say. That's weird. So my question is...
5: Is it Utah?
4: You could be a single person and get pregnant and have as many abortions as you want, and you're not married, and that's fine. But why can't you be single and go voluntarily asked to have your tubes tied, because you can have them untied, it's not permanent,
3: and you're not married. Now, do you do a double knot, or do you do a single knot? I think it's
4: a sailor's knot. No, I have no idea.
3: A double That's a good question. I don't know. That's weird. That's very weird. Why don't you get another doctor?
5: And do you just fill with eggs when they do that?
4: (laughs) No. They just dissipate. (laughs) To where? They just, your body absorbs it, is what I was told. Mm-hmm because you'll still...
3: I'm going to absorb some eggs when I get out of here. you are
4: still <laughs> ovulate, but they just don't go anywhere. Ah. You know? Similar with me, but different story. Um, Elon Musk, I know you did a story about Elon Musk earlier. He was on Joe Rogan, and I guess in the three hours, I don't know if you heard it, you were talking about... There was a lot
3: of stuff on there.
4: Yeah, so he earlier Joe Rogan had asked him, you know, why did you buy Twitter? And, and Rick did that story earlier, but the other thing That he brought up was, I think, what we all wanted to know was, weren't you supposed to fight Mark Zuckerberg mm-hmm. in this big arena? And whatever happened with that?
12: I like UFC and everything, but we, we don't have like tons of ads and UFC branding on the Coliseum because it's a historical, you know, place. It's a history, you know, it's a place right. of great history. You, you, you don't want right. to just, uh, you know, have it be all like NASCAR. And then Zuck, Zuck pulled out.
4: So he pulled out because he wasn't going to be able to advertise the way he wanted on the Coliseum, because oh. it's a historical, versus being in Vegas, you can have all these sponsors and ads and things like that. What a lame excuse. So they could have moved it to the uh, Amway Arena. Well, Elon Musk still wanted to do it, but he said Zuckerberg pulled out for oh, that reason.
3: He got scared. Yeah. I think he got
4: scared, too, even though I know he was training. What was he training in? I'd rather look
5: greedy than weak.
4: <laughs> he was training with uh, Dana What's-His-Face from the from Dana the UFC, White, right? Yeah. That was Who was training Zuckerberg? I don't know. And then Elon
5: Musk, remember, was... He had was a whole octagon built in his backyard in for his, it. Yeah, on his property. Yeah, he ruined his wife's uh, backyard landscaping. Oh, she was so mad. Yeah. Priscilla Chan. She yeah, she was very
3: upset. Squashed her petunias. <laughs> Musk was going to squash down, yes. his petunias.
4: And then Elon Musk, remember, speaking was going to squash, got hit one of his vertebrae crushed. Remember when he tried to... Li- Here's the thing. He's a bigger dude than Zuckerberg, Elon Musk is. And the fact that he lifted up a sumo wrestler,
1: yeah. crushed yeah. his
4: own vertebrate, says to me, you gotta screw loose somewhere, which I guess you need if you're gonna be fighting somebody. You gotta kind of sw- switch the flip and go from normal to crazy. I mean, if you were fighting somebody, don't you feel like you'd have to be a whole nother personality? Yeah, I guess. If you were in the ring with somebody and it was you were either gonna get your ass beat... Oh yeah. Are you just gonna sit there and be like, hey, I'm Rick Stacy from the Rick Stacy show? Are you gonna try to be a crazy <laughs> is that what person?
3: Is <laughs> biting allowed? Because that's what I would do.
4: I don't know all of the rules of the UFC.
3: Yeah. Biting the nose is always effective.
4: Off or just biting it?
3: No, biting it hard.
5: <sighs> yeah, that's right. You gotta bite.
3: <laughs> I'll learn that from the king.
5: Just bite him in the ear. When you order
4: food... have you ever Do you ever order food for your house? You're pretty yeah. far away. No, no, we do. You do? Okay. Yeah. So when you order the food, do you tip before it gets there, or do you go back in after they deliver the food and tip? No. Well, let let me, you read
5: you fr- go ahead. Well, you don't tip at, at a restaurant until it's the end of the meal, right?
4: I know, but I think sometimes on the app... Yeah. I didn't do it very often, but every so often during the pandemic, I would order food. And most of the time in the app, it's like, here's your food, here's your total, add your tip, there's your delivery fee, pay. And so you kind of just all right, whatever, and you put it in there, right?
3: Well, Angie usually does all that.
4: Do you you know if she tips before or after?
3: I'm sure she tips. I don't know when.
4: Well, DoorDash is testing out a new pop-up notification that warns customers who don't tip because they were saying don't pre-tip if they don't pre-tip that they're not going to get good food.
5: Well, I might not get good food anyway, and then I've tipped you for nothing. So they're threatening us now? Yeah. It's it's tip-threatening? It's extortion. Really? They said How orders- would you give me the money or I fart on your food?
4: <laughs> well, sometimes that happens anyway. Orders with no tip might take longer to get delivered. Um, are you sure you want to- Continue. That's what the preemptive message says. Does that for real? Dashers can choose which orders they want to do. Orders that take longer um, to be attempted tend to result in slower delivery and therefore cold food. So they're telling you if you don't pre-tip, that's a threat.
5: If you you don't pay up, it'd be a shame if something happened to your burger. Yeah, (laughs) just like that.
4: No. Now, are you kidding me? Is there a way? Because I know some some apps, depending on who the restaurant is and what delivery, I guess, service they use, you can go in and change the tip. So can you leave a bigger tip, and then if you get your food and it sucks and it's cold and it's squished and half your fries are eaten, can Uh, you go in and lower the tip?
3: I don't know. That's a good question. I have no idea. I didn't know they did that. So they threatening you up front. That really is –
4: how messed up is that? Well, they said here when you place an order – Uh, DoorDash notifies all of their delivery people in that area, along with a guaranteed rate for accepting that delivery. That's how most delivery services work. Uh, The system places different values on different deliveries based on time, distance, and desirability of the order, which means bigger tip. So if it... Has a lower rate for desirability of order, which means it's not a big tip. You couldn't refuse it. And then your order sits there at the restaurant, but somebody has to deliver it because they guarantee that you're supposed to get your food. Dang, no. The so
3: they're encouraging their own employees or uh, associates because they're not, are they direct employees? I don't think so.
4: I think it's a third party. Third but
3: party. So they're encouraging them to be dicks about your food and not delivered in yeah, time. Yeah, they're just saying,
4: well, if you don't tip the the DoorDash, if you don't tip the delivery driver, it's not our problem if you don't get your meal for an hour and a half and it arrives to your house cold.
3: Well, I'm done with DoorDash. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm checking right now my app to see where it says that. If that's the case, no. Well,
4: I think it doesn't pop up until you actually place an order. So if you if you don't leave a tip or you leave a lower tip, that message will pop up and be like, are you sure you don't want your food to suck? Leave more money.
5: Yeah, it might have some dirt on it. Uh, it'd be I, a shame if I left it in my trunk for four hours while I delivered everybody else's food.
4: I don't know how much I trust delivery apps anymore now after all the stories we've done. Oh my God. I mean, yeah. I'll just, I'll order it and I'll go pick it up from your restaurant. Yeah. I, I, I don't need somebody in their car with-
5: well, You want to pay me $5? Here's your fries.
4: Yeah. Um, Robert De Niro in the news again, as he was yesterday. He's been in court with a former assistant who was accusing him of assault. And then he was accusing her of defaming him by saying that all kinds of stuff, that he was abusive. He would yell at her all the time. One time, my favorite part of this story, is, one time he ordered her to go to, um, you used to live in LA, right, Rick? Mm-hmm. Do, do you know the very famous sushi restaurant there called Nobu? Mm-hmm, yeah. So he asked her to go pick him up a martini from Nobu. A martini. Yeah. Like, you can't make a martini at your house, in I guess. billion-dollar house? Right. And I'm sure you have some sort of an assistant there that can make you a martini, no? right yeah, you'd think. And another thing she revealed in court is that she asked... He asked her, I have to make sure I got that right. He asked her to scratch his back regularly.
5: Oh. oh. I don't Should think. you imagine? No,
4: I don't really want to be scratching people's, you know how I feel about touching people. I mean, I'm a, I'm a hugger and I will hug strangers all the live long day, but I don't like when someone I don't know touches me like that's I don't get massages or anything. Right. Um, but this is different. But if you do like your back scratched, there's something for you.
7: Hi, it's Robert De Niro. You need your back scratched? Huh? You got an itchy back? Then you need the De Niro back scratcher. How's it work? It's you, you hear me? You're the back scratcher.
9: Huh? But I'm your new assistant.
7: Exactly. I send you to the person whose back needs scratched, and you scratch their back. Well, I don't agree to... Hold that thought. Hello?
5: Yeah, you gotta help me. I've got an itch on my back, and I can't reach it.
7: Help is underway. You... Get over there. Scratch that guy's back. The narrow back scratcher. Call now. You hear me? What's the matter with you?
5: I know. It's crazy, right? Crazy
2: talk. Now, stupid news on the Rick Stacy Morning Show.
7: Somebody do something stupid.
2: With Jill and Smokestack.
7: Stack. All right.
3: What's the smallest hill you'd be willing to die on? A phrase that's gained traction in recent months concerns the hill someone would be willing to die on. That refers to something a person is passionate about, that they fight to the end to defend. On Reddit, people were asked, what is it? What's the smallest hill you would die on?
4: No, leggings are not pants. Huh? Well, leggings are not pants.
5: Ah, that's that's one I can, <laughs> that's I, can true. Get, I can get with.
4: I have leggings on, but I have a long sweater over it. It's not meant to have the leggings and then like a short top.
3: Are well, you sure? All right. Here's one. Burgers should be wider, not taller. If you need to put a skewer through it, it's no longer a burger. I disagree.
5: Uh, yeah, no, that's ridiculous. The thicker, the juicier, just like my women's.
4: I saw a friend the other day post that condiments should be free. So if you want a side of ranch or a side of honey mustard, some, some places will give them to you for free. Some people, places will charge you a dollar something for the condiment.
5: Okay. Oh, it only takes one person that drinks honey mustard to ruin it for everyone. True. This is a hell I would be willing to die on. F daylight savings time.
3: I'm sorry. I don't like going home at five o'clock in the dark. I don't know what's wrong with people. Who, I don't think they know what it is. Remember, we did that. Uh, we read that study on the other. Most people don't know the difference between the names. Yeah. Daylight yeah. saving time. Daylight savings time. They say savings.
4: It's East, saving time.
3: Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. Yeah. Daylight. If we had, if we kept daylight savings or saving time, whatever it is, it would probably be a little sunny till six o'clock. But because we switch now this weekend, regular standard time, its
4: daylight saving time is ending this weekend.
3: And then at some point during January and February, it's dark mm-hmm. when you get out of work. Why would that's so depressing to me? I'm sorry, I love the outdoors. That's maybe that's just me.
4: You do? How often you camp? When's the last time you? No, camped? I don't
3: camp. I
5: like to be outside all the time, but just inside while I'm out there. What? How, you, you, when are you outside? Just about all day. Really? Doing what? What are you doing out there? Raking? Doing stuff outside, yeah.
3: Waxing the car, cleaning the motorcycles, lawn mowing, mowing the lawn. Pulling the weeds.
5: (laughs) Weeding the... the Pulling the other weeds. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, gotta go get the paper. Get the paper.
4: (laughs) The paper getting.
5: All right. Uh, Let's see if there's any other good ones here. Um, For me, it's a self-checkout. If I see uh, a lane with a person at it, I'm going to that. People who don't return their shopping carts are...
3: S-E-people. Mm-hmm. I 100% disagree with that. Uh, if the shopping cart rack is uh, three rows of parking spaces away, I'm not doing it. They pay somebody to go out there anyway. If you don't, if you put them all in the rack, then you, they're going to lose their job. No, because they pull them from the rack in the store. Yeah, but then they, then they, they don't have any reason to be And out. if you
4: do it at Aldi, then you're giving somebody a quarter. That's right. You're actually right. helping somebody. Hi, I'm giving some happy person's going to walk up and go, oh, look, a cart with a quarter in it. It's mine.
3: And we just stopped talking about, we just talked about this a minute ago. Tipping for carryout is the biggest scam ever in restaurant history.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, I'll still tip a little bit for carryout because somebody had to prepare my meal and put it in the thing and put it in the bag and get all the to-go utensils and things. So you things, tip but I- at McDonald's? No, not fast food, but like if I order pizza downstairs and I walk downstairs to go pick it up, somebody had to. I'll tip a couple dollars. Or if I go pick up, let's say you order what, let's pick a restaurant, Olive Garden, and I go to pick up a to-go order, somebody had to get my food, put it together in co- to-go containers, give me napkins, give me sides of sauce, do and put that it at in McDonald's. There. Do you tip at McDonald's?
5: No, I don't, but I also I'll only tip if I'm like sitting down and you're serving me something.
4: So if okay. you go to like a, um, a Panera.
5: Yeah, somebody's bussing your table, somebody's taking your order, that kind of thing. All right. Former Arizona Cardinals executive CEO Bill Bidwell
3: Jr., I remember his name, was covered in blood after being hit a hundred times by his wife. Whoa. What? Yeah, police were called uh, just a few weeks ago. It was a domestic dispute. Bidwell Jr.'s face was all bloodied when cops arrived. His wife was laying on the hood of their car. She was unhappy with the carpet install. She was very upset at me, said Bidwell Told cops that I was supposed to oversee the carpet installation Didn't come out quite the way she wanted it I don't know what there is with carpet installation that cannot, Mm. Unless it's sticking out from under the baseboard, I don't know She got very upset, started screaming at me And I was trying to not escalate because she has a very bad temper And then she started hitting me I defended myself She beat the living crap out of me Look at me, he said to the cops All because she was upset about the carpet. Why are you hanging out with her?
4: Yeah, why are you married to someone that you have to tiptoe around and go, I don't want to make her mad, her temper's really bad.
3: When the cops got out there, she was lying in the hood of her car and refused to move. They had a carrier after they arrested her to the police car. She
7: We're investigating lovely. the crime, so she is being there detained.
11: There is no crime. I took-
7: We're investigating the crime, so we have reasonable
6: All right,
11: suspicion. I'm a defense belief. attorney. I'm, her represent- I understand I'm
7: representing that.
3: her. I yeah, so this lady in pajamas shows up, and now she's <laughs> her defense attorney. <laughs> what? Really? It's weird. It's just totally weird. But, I mean, here's a guy who was a CEO of Arizona... Cardinals. I mean, you're not a wimp when you're the CEO of a large... Baseball
10: organization?
3: Yeah. So... Yeah, she had him by the you-know-whats. Yeah, something's going on. They're not rich by any means. The house is very typical suburban, you know... You would
4: think he would be if he used to be a CEO. No, you know what?
10: I
3: spend in bats and baseballs all day. (laughs) Either that or she spent all the money because they're in a very, like, three-bedroom-ish little house with a two-car garage. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not lavish. It's not yeah. typical CEO home. I
7: understand yeah. that, but we got to investigate what happened. But she can be detained if suspicion. No, you don't, suspicion. Mom.
3: Okay, the, 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 the defense attorney in the Walmart PJs is about to get into a fight with the cop. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, God. Meanwhile, the other lady's pouncing on the hood of her car, the one who beat up her husband, the CEO, saying, I can't take it anymore. Yeah,
1: hmm. no, she no, she wants to talk to me first. That's her right.
8: Okay, well, then let her get checked out by 100%, fire. First. I agree. She has blood on her. I
3: 100%. Okay, yeah. the blood turned out. They put her in the car finally. They carried her to the car, and the blood turned out to be her husband.
4: So, wait, is he Okay.
3: Well, he's pretty beat up. You used to see the pictures. He's totally...
4: Blessed.
9: Did he divorce her after time. that? Tell me no. he divorced her. No, he went back I on the
5: couch. 50, he would run. Right? <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, she's bigger than me.
3: Ah, dude, I don't know. And finally, we were just talking about the uh, competitor to this one, Grubhub. We were talking about DoorDash. DoorDash. This is mm. Grubhub. A Utah man was infuriated and left in shambles after realizing... That his Grubhub milkshake, or the milkshake from the restaurant he ordered that Grubhub brought him, was actually wee-wee. <gasps> Ew!
4: Remember, he got the
3: cups confused. Got the cu- Oh, yeah, right. The driver uh, got his cups confused, and I guess instead of, uh, yeah, he, he gave him the cup with the pee-pee in it instead of... Oh! <laughs> so well, he was I was supposed to get a milkshake and fries, and he got fries and pee-pee. You didn't I- notice it when you picked it up, it was hot?
4: Well, I thought the guy did it on purpose, too. Like, you said, Smoke, and the more I read the story... Um, the driver was mortified and went back to the house and was like, oh. oh my God, I'm so sorry. I don't get pee breaks. That's my bad and tried to make it better. However, the guy that received the uh, the pee cup, yeah. who was this, Grubhub, did yeah. not refund. They refunded his money for the meal, but they didn't refund his tip or his delivery fee.
5: Wow. He, you
4: got pee and you didn't get a full refund.
5: Oh, I man. mean, the pee's bad.
2: What's the pee policy?
11: I don't know. I'll have to read <laughs> it up. It
2: happens time and time again. You order a milkshake, and this happens. Ugh,
11: these aren't milkshakes. They're cups full of warm whiz.
4: Oh, and it took forever for them to get
1: here.
2: Well, not anymore. <laughs> With Whiz Hub, yes, we'll deliver your cups of warm whiz way faster than those other guys. That's our promise. Whiz
3: Hub is great, and the app is so easy
2: to use.
11: You just enter your address, how many cups of warm whiz? Whiz, you want, and one of their drivers brings your cup of warm whiz faster than you can say, Whoa, the warm whiz is already here. That was fast. Thanks, Whiz Hub. You're welcome.
2: Whiz Hub. Get your warm whiz delivered right to your door immediately. Order now. The Rick stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. They're just having fun in a world that's gone cuckoo. 1059, Sunny FM.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.